0: Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser, GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. Now let's send it to the ballpark. Here's Nate Gatter.
1: From GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, Illinois, Gateway Grizzlies baseball is on the air on a Saturday evening east of the Mississippi for game two of a three-game weekend series between the Grizzlies and the visiting River City Rascals and game five of the Grizzlies' six-game week-long homestand as Gateway tries to make it three wins in a row for only the fourth time this year and match a season-long winning streak for the Grizzlies if they were able to finish off three straight victories and it would clinch a series victory in the final meeting ever between the Grizzlies and their crosstown rivals from O'Fallon, the River City Rascals. Nate Gatter with you to kick off the Budweiser pregame show this evening on the Grizzlies Media Network. Whatever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there. This Bud's for you. Grizzlies are coming off a 5-2 win last night, a 5-3 win walk-off style Thursday in the finale at home against Schaumburg, but a 5-2 victory yesterday in which the Grizzlies dominated from the beginning but then uh, had things get a little bit hairy on them late. They out hit River City 9-3. to Ian Kahaloa retired the first 16 Rascals he faced, making the first 15 he faced, I should say. Struck out 11 over six in a third innings in the end of Ache career high. The Rascals did load the bases in the ninth inning with two men out, but Jeff Bramblett got a pop-up at his shallow center from Rascals catcher Tanner Murphy to retire the side, leave the bases loaded, and end the ballgame for a Grizzlies victory. Bramblett still has not allowed an earned run since June the 16th. His earned run average is just over .5 for the year, and he has saved all 13 of his chances in the ninth inning since becoming the Grizzlies' closer. So, River City now, after losing a four-game winning streak with a loss last night, comes in at 52-37, and a half-game back of first place Evansville in the West Division. We'll have more on that coming up shortly. Gateway is 35-53, trailing Evansville by 17 games at the bottom of the West Division, but the Grizzlies, have mentioned, as mentioned, rather, have now won two games in a row. Grizzlies only 18-27 this year at home, worse than that against the West Division, but trying to divide those numbers and uh, get themselves a serious victory and a three-game winning streak with a win tonight. Right-header Rain Leckman will be on the mound for Gateway. The Canadian against the Arizona right-header Keenan Bartlett making the start for the Rascals. Time now for our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard where we'll look around the rest of the Frontier League. First with the standings in their entirety. In the East Division, Lake Erie leads the way at 49-39 and 39 with a win last night, 2-1 to one at home over second-place Schaumburg. And the Boomers trail by six games now in second place, and the Crushers have just about... Uh, Crush the competition, if you will, and clinched, in doing so, the East Division. Uh, The Crushers need one or perhaps two more wins mathematically to clinch the division. We'll try to work that out for you. But uh, they have just about, if not mathematically, just about clinched things. And playing Schaumburg still for two more games this weekend, at least one Crusher's win out of those remaining two would make it virtually, if not completely impossible, for the Boomers to come back. Joliet trails by 10 games in third place, when he said he 12-and-a-half back in fourth, Washington 14-and-a-half g- games behind at the bottom of the division. Meanwhile, in the West, Evansville leads away at 52-36, the league's best record. But both River City and Florence are hot on the Otters' heels. Rascals and the Freedom tied for second place in the West, a half game behind the Otters in the loss column, meaning Evansville has played one fewer game and has one fewer loss. So the Otters control their own destiny at the moment. If they were to lose that game they have in hand on the Rascals and the Freedom, uh, which will be played against Southern Illinois this coming week, then uh, the Otters would uh, move back into a tie with those other two clubs. For the moment, those look the three favorites to go to the playoffs out of the East. It's just a question of seeding, but Southern Illinois in fourth place, four games back of the division leading Otters and three and a half back of that tie between River City and Florence for the two Frontier League wildcard spots. Not quite out of it yet. The Miners still might have something to say about things before the end uh, of this 2019 Frontier League regular season, which for the Grizzlies has eight games left, counting tonight for the Rascals, seven counting this evening's action. The gateways are the bottom of the West Division, 17 games back of the division leading Otters. Let's take a look at the scores so far tonight where we have already all four other games of the Frontier League underway. Windy City leads 2-0 at home over Joliet in the third. That game is not of any consequence to the playoff picture. Lake Erie and Schomburg are tied 1-1, sixth setting at Springer Stadium and up, in, up in Avon. And that game, of course, is of little consequence to the playoff picture at this point, with the crushers having opened up a significant lead atop the East. The games that are important are happening in the West, Florence at Evansville, no score in the bottom of the first. And then interdivision. the only matchup in that regard, is in the third inning at Wild Things Park in Washington, Pennsylvania, suburban Pittsburgh, where Southern Illinois has a one nothing road uh, lead of the Wild Things after a 5 nothing shutout from Ryan McAuliffe, who went the entire game of the mound for the Miners yesterday in the opener of that set. So we'll be keeping a close eye on that game as well as the Florence-Evansville matchup as the night goes on on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskybus.com. So gateway with back-to-back wins, trying to clinch this final series ever against the Rascals and uh, give themselves three wins in a row. For only the fourth time this year, they have at no point won four games in a row. Been close a couple of times, been walked off twice in that situation by Windy City. And at every chance, the Grizzlies have had to make it four wins in a row. They have uh, led in the middle innings, but lost all three. The Grizzlies will just try to get to three straight tonight and set up an opportunity at a sweep and their first four-game winning streak of 2019 in the finale tomorrow. That game will start at 6.05, will be on the air at 5.50 for the Budweiser pregame show. Right-hander Dominic Tepujian will pitch for the Grizzlies against a to-be-announced rascal starter in the finale of this set tomorrow. The Grizzlies will then be off Monday before they finish their 2019 road slate, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, in Evansville to take on the Otters at Historic Bossy Field in southwest Indiana. Then back home next weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, August 30th and 31st, and then September 1st, the Sunday before Labor Day, against the Washington Wild Things to finish out 2019. And, of course, that last day of the year, great promotions for all the remaining home games. And that last day of the year, the greatest night of baseball presented by Dutch Hollow Supplies, always wildly popular here in Soja. Tickets available for any of those games and going fast, certainly, for the final game of the year, September the 1st, next Sunday. GatewayGrizzlies.com or 618-337-3000. Your ways to get involved and uh, make your mark on the rest of this Grizzlies season. So, Darren Kinsolving, Grizzlies hitting and third base coach, meeting with Alex Ferguson, Rascal's bench coach at home plate, exchanging lineup cards with our plate umpire Mike Victor and base umpire Robert Davis. The two-man crew is assigned by the Frontier League tonight. We'll get those U.S. Bank starting lineups and relay them to you when we get back on the other side of the break. You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show, heading up to first pitch between Gameway and River City, game two of a three-game series on a Saturday night in Sojay. Getting closer, U.S. Bank starting lineups are next on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser... A burger
3: and Thomas Redd. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsible Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser Pregame Show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where we're getting closer to first pitch between the visiting River City Rascals and the hometown Gateway Grizzlies. Nate Gatter back with you to continue the Budweiser Pre Game Show on the Grizzlies Media Network. For the friends you can always count on, Bud Light, famous among friends. Promised to you our U.S. Bank starting lineups. We'll get them to you now. First for the visiting Russell, who, who come in with a record of 52-37 and 37 after last night's series opening 5-2 loss to the Grizzlies. Andrew Penner leads off at shortstop. He'll be followed by Nolan Meadows, the D.H., and Braxton Martinez will bat third and play third. He did not have a good day yesterday, 0-3, for 3, three strikeouts. He did walk once, but the... Uh, most likely Frontier League most valuable player has been struggling the last few weeks. And uh, as a result, especially after yesterday, that uh, OPS started to dip from its league-leading spot and uh, maybe giving way to a late challenge from Evansville infielder Ryan Long, who uh, very well could be pilfering votes from Martinez with every passing poor game. Those votes will be due very shortly. Frontier League postseason award ballots went out this week. Trevor Achenbach is back in the lineup for the Rascals there. Cleanup man and second baseman, second on the club at home runs. He'll be followed by L.J. Cullerway in center field, batting fifth. Then Cameron Ashton, the right fielder, who will hit sixth. Zach Levy is batting seventh at first base. James Morris, out of the catcher, will hit eighth. And Nick Anderson bats ninth in left field. Keenan Bartlett, the 6 foot 170 170-pound right header from Phoenix, Arizona, on the mound for River City this evening. Meanwhile, for the host Grizzlies, who come in having won back-to-back games to improve their record to 35-53 this year, Connor Owings leads off at third base. He's followed by Brent Sakurai at shortstop had Dustin Woodcock in right field. Clinton man is Luke Lowry at first base. He had only one hit yesterday but has been very hot the last month. Sean Dunston Jr. in field, batting fifth. Andrew Daniels been swinging the bat well on his homestead. He'll play second base and bat sixth. Wesley Jones has hit, had his eight-game hitting streak come to a close yesterday but still drove in a run and got on base. He is the DH hitting seventh. Gunnar Buter in left field for the second straight game after making his return. Missed a couple of weeks with a toe injury. Came back with a base hit at a walk yesterday. He's batting eighth and left. And Zach Taylor who hovered and doubled. Yesterday, to take home Grizzlies Media Network. Offensive player of the game, he is the catcher batting ninth. Six foot, 375 pound right-hander, Rain Leitkeman from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada, on the mound for the Grizzlies tonight. Once again, for River City, 256 batting average, third in the league, and 83 home runs. Still tops on the circuit by a good margin. Zach Levy, former Grizzly, went deep yesterday to spoil Ian Kahaloa's would-be perfect game leading off the sixth inning. It's Penner at short, Meadows at EH, Martinez at third, Achenbaut second, Calawaya in center, Esti at right. Levy at first, Morris out of the catcher, Anderson in left, and Bartlett, the right header from Phoenix, out of mount. For Gateway, a 242 team batting average, eighth best in the league, 64 home runs to rank fifth. Owings at third, Sakurai at short, Woodcock at right, Lowry at first, Dunston Jr. and center, Daniel at second, Jones at E.H., Buter in left, Taylor the catcher, and Leckman the Canadian right-hander, on the mound tonight for the Grizzlies. Game two of a three-game series against River City, the final time these two crosstown rivals will ever meet. Grizzlies try to clinch the set here on this Saturday night. In Sojay. Tonight's starting lineup is brought to you by U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Step aside for the national anthem and we'll return when Rain Leckerman delivers tonight's first pitch to Andrew Petter. Don't go anywhere. You've been listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You
7: and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh.
5: See you later, buddy.
6: Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you, so we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting.
8: Ooh, hey, I'm sorry. I decided
6: I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed a day. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. The renovators know where to put a wall, a window,
2: a room. Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
9: Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. There it goes, a long drive. If it stays fair, program. Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out baseballhall.org today for more information. The this had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
10: The renovators know where to put a wall a window,
2: a room. Most importantly, the renovators know what they want, and that's the most admirable skill of all. A home equity line of credit from U.S. Bank could help make your house the home you've always wanted. Visit a U.S. Bank branch, usbank.com slash dreambig, or call 800-209-BANK. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Some restrictions may apply. Subject to credit approval, mortgage and home equity products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
9: Hi, this is Hall of Famer Carlton Fisk. Make your plans today to visit Cooperstown and the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. There it goes. A long drive. If it stays fair, home run. Reconnect with your memories of the game and make new memories with your family. Check out baseballhall.org today for more information. Carlton Fisk had a lot of little boy in him right there, Joe. The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. Preserving history, honoring excellence, and connecting generations.
0: You're listening to the Budweiser pregame show on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where we're just about set now for first pitch. Nate Catar back with you after the Budweiser pregame show concludes. Whenever legendary baseball moments happen, Budweiser will be there, this Buds, for you. So uh, we're just about set for baseball now for game two between the Grizzlies and the visiting River City Rascals. If you lost us for any period of time, we apologize for technical difficulties that hopefully are sorted out. Now, once again, the U.S. Bank starting lineup for the Rascals here at the top of the first. Andrew Petter, Nolan Meadows, and Braxton Martinez. They'll be followed by Trevor Akin, by L.J. Kalawai, and Cameron F. St. Zach Levy, James Morisano and Nick Anderson will route it out for River City tonight. Keenan Bartlett, the six-foot, 170 170-pound right at it from Phoenix, Arizona, on the mound for River City. More about him when he takes the hill at the bottom of the first. The Grizzlies defense, second worst in the league with a 9.72 fielding percentage. gutter Buter in left, Sean Dunstan Jr. in center, Dustin Woodcock at right. Third to first of the infield, it's Cotter Owings, Brent Sakurai, Andrew Daniel, and Luke Lowry. Zach Taylor is the Grizzlies catcher for the 6'3", 175-pound right header, Rain Leckman from Red Deer, Alberta, Canada. He works out of the stretch, delivers to Andrew Patter, who takes inside strike. Just caught the inside corner. We're underway at 7.06 locally in Sojay, just on the east side of the Mississippi where it is 74 degrees and mostly sunny. Petter takes down it away one ball and one strike. So rather uh, cool, especially for an August game. College football kicking off today. The pitch. Petter takes a strike on the outside. One and two. Mike Victor is our home plate umpire. Robert Davis is on the bases. Like coming from the belt, what a two delivery. And it's a curve that backs up inside. Two balls, two strikes on Petter. 2.75 average. Four homers and 43 batted in. For the running batting Rascals shortstop, who has worn the stirrups the last, uh, yesterday in the opener. He has the gray pants all the way down today. 2-2 pitch. fastball taken just low. And the count is full three balls, two strikes. Rascals in the black jerseys, helmets, belts, gray pants. Grizzlies in the alternate powder blues. Payoff pitch. Petter swings at a fastball, sprays a foul off the right side out of play. Navy Caps belts. Navy Bears are the gold bat a la the Cardinals. Now the white numbers front and back outline in Navy. Latkeman has the three-quarter sleeves poking over his elbows midway down his forearms. Payoff again to Penner. Runs all the way inside behind him, all four. That is a concerning start. Latkeman uh, didn't even hit him. He threw it behind his back all the way to the backstop. So Penner heads to first. Rain has been tiring as the season goes on it seems. Last start, three innings, he allowed eight runs, although only three earned in Evansville. But he had difficulties defensively as well, trying to feel the bunch the Otters threw at him. Here's a lefty batter, Nolan Meadows, uh, Rascals DH. And he takes low for a ball. Rascals come in with a 250-16 batting average. Third best in the league. 83 home runs. Tops on the Frontier League circuit this year. Had one yesterday from Zach Levy. Rain sets at the belt at his 1-0 pitch. Meadows takes slow ball two. First pitch weather report. 74 degrees, mostly sunny. Brought to you by ServPro. If unpredictable weather causes damage to your home, turn to the experts at ServPro. Faster to any size disaster. Luke Lowry holds Penner, who has seven steals on 10 attempts. He's at first. Throw that way. Petter dives back without a play. Meadows hitting 262. He has 10 home runs and 58 RBIs. Back of the box. Open upright stance. Holds his hands about letter high. Waggles the bat slightly. He swings and misses. Big cut at a high fastball. Two balls on a strike to count. So let's tell you a little bit more about the right hander Latkeman, 24 years of age. 3-4 with a 3.72 earned run average. It's his 13th appearance for the Grizzlies. All of them have been starts. Over 58 innings. He struck out 58. Now walked 24 after the leadoff free pass issued to Penner. 2-1 delivery to Meadows. Take it out. ball three. Opponents are hitting 224 against Rain this year. That number has uh, gone up of late. 15 points in his last start alone. And the opposing on-base percentage has gone up almost 40 points since the start of August and he steps off the back of the rubber middle infielders double played up the outfield plays Meadows medium deep and to pull outfielders uh, or the uh, wind is blowing that way and the outfield is well out to right toward the video board beyond the right field fence three and one pitch Meadows takes a fastball strike so that's back-to-back full counts Against Letkibbet to start this game, which is not ideal because the Grizzlies will have Letkibbet on a lower pitch count. He has not been one to stretch his pitch count very deep in games all year, particularly not now when uh, the season has taken its toll on him. Payoff to Meadows is ticked foul. It was the second payoff against Petter that went behind him for a walk. because was out last year after arm surgery. He looks to Penner. Three and two pitch to Meadows after a long hold. And the end not even coming, he steps on. Try to check Penner with three balls, two strikes, he very well might be running. Only runner on for the Rascals at first, nobody out, no score on top of the first, just underway. Here's the pitch, Petter runs, Meadows pops it up. Right around second base, the shortstop Sakurai backpedals and just on the edge of the infield makes the catch. Cutter back to first. And there is one out in this top of the first inning. Braxton Martinez will bat next. Lucky, like has already had to spend 14 pitches to get through the first two batters. Martinez hitting 284, and dozen homers, 73 RBIs. At this point, I think he'd still be considered the favorite for the Morgan Burkhardt Award as the Frontier League's most valuable player. But that race has become less clear. Pitch to Martinez taken low ball one. He has faded a little bit the last two weeks, which is not to say he's played badly, but he hasn't maintained his nearly 1,000 OPS standard of the first few months of the year. 1-0 pitch. Martinez takes a curve that just catches the inner third for a strike. Tenner at first, one out, pitch to Martinez. A breaking ball grounded to short. Could be two. Sakurai to his left, gets it, shovels to second. Daniel throw to first, a little high. Lowry makes the catch, and that's a double play. All Grizzlies double plays brought to you by the Casino Queen, official hotel of the Grizzlies. where loose means more. 6-4-3, twin killing gets Lundqvist out of the inning. No runs, no hits, a walk, and nobody left. Last of the, four, or the first inning coming up next, River City nothing, a gateway coming up on the Grizzlies Media Network.
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship. You
7: and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh, I'll be waiting
8: here for you when you come home.
6: I'll see you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out, do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Ooh. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed a day. I'm back.
11: I'm back. To me. Yeah, I'm back.
6: <laughs> this message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
4: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
3: This is Jeff Manzo, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on
1: the Grizzlies Media Network. Wasn't a very good-looking leadoff block from Rain Lentkeman against the first Rascal to bat at the top of the first, Andrew Penner, but in the end, Lentkeman got out of it with a pop-up at a ground ball double play and faced the minimum in a scoreless first inning, so the Grizzlies come up nothing-nothing as they bat for the first time at the home first against Rascal 6'1", 170-pound right-header Keenan Bartlett. He is 23 years old until the end of September. Phoenix, Arizona native out of the University of Richmond. Bartlett 2-1 with a 4.32 earned run average across his first five starts for River City. Over 25 innings, he struck out 20 and walked six. The league is hitting 253 against him. He'll deal with the lefty batter Connor Owings to lead off the bottom of the first four of the Grizzlies. Brent Sakurai and then Dustin Woodcock to follow him. Bartlett works out of the windup all the way over the first base out of the rubber. He winds and lets fly. Owings swings at a fastball, lifts it foul, left side out of play. Connor hitting a 265. He has 10 home runs and he's driven in 46. Grizzlies has a team 242 average. That's third worst in the league. Bartlett's one strike delivery. Owings takes outside and it's even a ball that is a strike. 64 home runs for Gateway this year. That number is fifth out of ten Frontier Lake teams. Bartlett lets fly. Owings swings and misses over a fastball down at in, perhaps off the plate. One ball and two strikes. Rascal's defense comes in with a 976 fielding percentage, seventh out of the ten teams on the circuit. Nick Anderson in left, LJ keller in center, Cameradeste in right. Third to first on the infield is Braxton Bartides, Andrew Petter, Trevor Akinbaugh, and Zach Levy. Bartlett's wanted two pitch. Owings takes inside, two and two. James Morisano is the Rascals' catcher tonight. He gets the start after Tandy Murphy had caught the last couple of River City games. Now the pitch. Owings waves and misses at a changeup that gets through the legs of Morisano to the backstop. Cotter takes off for first. The throw is late. And Owings is safe. It's a strikeout wild pitch to start the bottom of the first and give the Grizzlies their first base runner of the night with Brent Sakurai coming up. Sakurai heading 261, five homers and 26 RBIs. Right hander against right hander Bartlett shifts to the third base out of the rubber, now out of the stretch. He sets out the belt buckle and deals. Zach shows Bond pushes it all up the first base side. Zach Levy scoops it up, wants to shovel to the second baseman, Achenbach covering. He and Sakurai collide. Owings heads to third. He's going to be waved home. Levy fires it from the River City bullpen. Owings dives head first. He is out of the plate. Sakurai and Achenbar still down near first base. Owings slid hard head first into the plate and Levy threw him out. In the end, it's just a 3 to 2 put out because I don't think anybody else made significant contact with a baseball. It might have touched Ackenbar on the way by, but he didn't haul it in and then he and Sakurai went hard into one another. As Sakurai went through first base, it'll be an infield hit for Sakurai. And Owings thrown out trying to score. So he'll be at first one out, no score in the bottom of the first, but the more immediate concern is first for Trevor Akinba, the Rascals, coming off an oblique injury that cost him the last week. And Sakurai, Akinba has come to his feet. Sakurai is still down, getting attention from Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo. Brent has started all 89 games, make it all, uh, yeah, all the 89 games for the Grizzlies this year, all the shortstop. The only player who can say that for Gateway. That stretch might be in jeopardy with seven games to go after tonight. And Sack is down on his back, getting attention from Manzo. They went into each other very hard. And that was really sloppy baseball by Trevor Achenbaum. And I wonder, Manzo is now uh, treating Sakurai with a towel up around his face. I wonder if Sakurai has a cut somewhere on his face or a nose blade or a mouth blade or something like that but that was poor from Achenbaugh I think uh, he should be getting out of the way at that point there was no chance to make that play it was never going to work and he sprinted right into Sakurai's baseline that he should do better than that so it's going to go as a single for Sakurai that an E3 for Zach uh, Levy on the toss that moved Owings to third, and then Owings is thrown out of the plate three to two in the official scorebook. And Keenan Bartlett is taking some uh, warm up or stay loose tosses while this is going on. Sakurai is now upright seated on the turf just to the foul ground, maybe five or 10 feet past first base. And I would think at this point it's unlikely that he's gonna be able to remain in this game but I have not seen anybody get the the point on the Grizzlies bench to start getting loose to have to pinch run for him just about immediately. So we'll see. That bunt single for Sakurai, the first Grizzlies hit of the ball game brought to you by Montclair Animal Hospital. Is your furry friend not feeling well or need an annual checkup, whatever the need, you can bring your pets to Montclair Animal Hospital where their mission is to give each pet their full attention. Sakurai helped back to his feet now. And it looks like he is indeed going to walk off toward the Grizzlies' dugout on the first base side. And you hate to see that. With the kind of season Brent has put together, with uh, how durable he has been, just really bad luck for him digging out that hit. And Cletus Avery is going to be the runner for him. So he'll be at first one out, no score in the bottom of the first inning. And a good play lost in all that by Zach Levy. Although he gets an error, he made up for it with an excellent defensive play to chase down that ball that was sitting around the uh, two home plates that are down in the Grizzlies' bullpen up the right field line for pitchers to warm up. They're painted on the turf. And the ball was around there, a good 30 feet up the foul line, if not 40. And well into foul ground, he had to pursue it, running 60, 70 feet to pick up the ball, turn around, and fling it home off one hop to Morisano who put the tag on Owings. It was a good tag as well. The Carter was just barely beaten. Here's the lefty batter, Dustin Woodcock. Bartlett delivers, and Woodcock takes outside for a ball. So Avery is in at first base as the pinch runner. We'll see what the Grizzlies do defensively. I would think that Andrew Daniel will go to shortstop, and Avery will probably play second base. The Grizzlies have pushed Daniel to short of the pass when Brent Sakharaj has had to pitch. Here's the 1-0 pitch. No, it's a throw to first. Avery dives back safely. And not to uh, make light of the situation, but the Grizzlies pitching staff is thin enough as it is, and they just lost their best position player option on the mound. They're usually the first man up in that situation, Mr. Sakurai, at least for the remainder of this game. Hopefully, he'll be able to bounce back for the remainder of this year. 1-0 pitch. Woodcock takes a change up outside, and it's two balls, no strikes. Levy holds Avery at first, one down. Gateway nothing, River City nothing, in the bottom of the first inning. And it's a little bit harsh. I don't, I don't necessarily hold anything against Achenbach. I, I think that would be unfair. The 2-0 pitch. Avery bluffs towards second. Pitches outside. and its three balls, no strikes on Woodcock. Because he's just trying to make the play. But as a veteran professional player, Achenbach should know better in that situation. You no, know he's not going to make that play. And every pitcher is taught, if you're covering first base, don't run across the baseline. Same thing applies for a second baseman, 3-0 pitch. Woodcock takes low ball for. And essentially, the Rascals defense did a terrible job of covering that butt, and the discombobulation and in their infield defensively cost Brent Sakurai at least the rest of this game and potentially the rest of his season, which admittedly is only a week plus a day. But still, he had missed a single start all year and now might be doing so as a result of really reckless defense from the Rascals. And Trevor Achenbach cutting him off right over the base that's really really poor little league type of baseball righty to righty here's the pitch to Luke Lowry he takes a fastball for a generous strike around the belt in the neighborhood of the inside corner no balls one strike Avery at second Woodcock at first one out no score last to the first inning Partler trying to bounce back after a four-pitch walk to Woodcock following that Sakurai injury I'll look to second at the pitch Lowry checks his swing and a slider down it away. One ball and one strike. Luke needs to be just a little bit less aggressive tonight than he has been the last couple of games. It's easy to understand why he might be pressing. Luke is going to be retiring after this game. This will be his final game as a professional and as a grizzly. Be heading down to Bradenton, Florida to take a job at IMG Academy. Getting into coaching. One a one pitch. Lowry takes a slider for a knee-high strike. One a two. And so you can imagine, especially a player who's been hitting as well as Lowry has been the last month or so, wanting to go out with a bang. But sometimes the best way to do that is take four pitches, get ahead in counts, not go after those sliders down and outside, to which he was quite susceptible early on this season. He has not been nearly as susceptible as he's built this fantastic last five weeks. Swings and misses at a slider in the turf. It gets by to the backstop. But he swung and missed with a runner at first. So he is retired automatically. The runners move up to second and third at a wild pitch. So I suppose that's the second strike three wild pitch, but doesn't allow Lowry to reach. Second strikeout for Bartlett. Two gone in the first inning. Second and third for Sean Dunstan Jr. to scoreless home half of the first. This is a big first at bat for Sean. Lefty batting center fielder with a 2.49 average, eight home runs, and 37 RBI. Back of the box, open stance, bent of the knees. Flexes the mat, choking up over his left shoulder. Bartlett from the belt, and he brings it home. Dunstan takes outside for ball one. So a hit, an error, and a strike three wild pitch. Well, two of them, but one costly in this inning. Bartlett would really be disappointed at this point to concede any runs what a pitch dunston takes a strike on the outside of the knees mike victor early on looks like he's establishing a big zone illinois native veteran of 557 major league games as an umpire over six seasons but it's been a large strike zone tonight so far not a problem but hopefully it will remain as such dunston takes low Two balls on a strike and it should be noted too in a game with a big strike zone if that's going to be consistent for the rest of the night it puts even more of a premium on scoring early because it's going to favor the pitching team in particular if in big spots late in the game Victor holds that strike zone consistent can result in some costly takes for the team trailing with men on base second and third for the Grizzlies here no score two down last of the first inning two balls and one strike on Sean Dunstan Jr. Bartlett stares in, straightens with his side, and delivers. Sean swings and misses. Good changeup. Pulled the string on him. Two balls, two strikes. Andrew Daniel is on deck. He's seen the ball well in this homestand. Three extra base hits, including a pair of home runs over the first four games this week in Sojay. Two balls, two strikes. Bartlett throws. Dunston swings and misses late on a bell-time fastball. Good change of speeds from Bartlett. Change up and then the heater, and he got Dunston for his third strike out of the inning. No runs, one hit. Two Grizzlies left in scoring position. We head to the second. Gateway nothing, River City nothing of the Grizzlies Media Network.
12: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cop holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <laughs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you? There's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cupholder's life. Our cupholders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, <sighs> that is refreshing. <clears throat> Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cupholder.
2: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag Community to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Nothing, River City. Nothing after one inning from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. Nate Gatterback with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. So I'm glad you could join us and make us a part of your Saturday evening on the Grizzlies Media Network. Defensive changes for Gateway following the injury to shortstop Brent Sakurai in the home half of the first inning on a collision near first base with Rascal second baseman Trevor Achenbach, who was rushing over to cover. Get to those in just a moment. Rain Letkeman delivers to Trevor Achenbaugh, who swings and lifts a soft line drive to a shallow left for a base hit. Single the lead off the top of the second. for bodies first at bat, back after missing a week with an oblique injury. Cletus Avery is into left field. He was the substitute in to Brent Sakurai's number two spot of the batting order. Gutter Buhner moves from left into second base. And Andrew Daniels slides over from second to short to take over for Sakurai defensively. So certainly the Grizzlies take a big hit defensively without Brent. And the way he swung the bat this year, they take a hit offensively as well. Pitch to Lee John kelawaya short. Shortened to LJ, taken down and away. One ball and no strikes. Calaway hitting 246, a homer, 23 batted in. Left hand hitting Rascal, center fielder, came over after Joliet released in midseason. Lack like of a deals. Kellewaya takes a strike. Back to a breaking ball, one at one. Lowry holds Ockenbaugh, the pitch. Backdoor curve, strike two call. Cameron Esti on deck, and then Zach Levy. Calawaya batting the fifth-place hitter in the Rascals order who walked to get the leadoff man on in the uh, top of the first. It should say Andrew Penner had it. What a two-pinch. Calaway swings and misses at a fastball strike three. First came for that, given brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system, no ones below. Before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit illinoisonecall.com. But Leckman bats back to get a pop-up from Nolan Meadows and a ground ball double play from Rax and Martinez, who has had a tough series thus far. But still lots of baseball to go tonight and tomorrow to finish out the weekend series and season series and all-time series between the Grizzlies and the Rascals, who will be leaving the Frontier League after 2019. Here's a lefty batter, Cameron Este. Pitch to him He's taken outside of all. So it's no score, top of the second. One out and Achenbaugh at first. It kind of got lost because in the moment, the concern was much more about Brent Sakurai than it was about anything going on on the field. But the Grizzlies were very, very close to scoring the first run of the first inning. Here's the 1-0 pitch. Este pops it up. Left side of the infield early chance for the new shortstop, Daniel. Steps into the baseline and makes the catch. Achenbaugh holds it first, two gone. That brings up Zach Levy, former Grizzly, who homered yesterday, his team leading 14th of the year. A long drive, 400-plus feet to right center field, leading off the sixth inning. And he was the first Rascals' base runner. He and Kahaloa started with five perfect innings, 15 up, 15 down, 10 of them on strikeouts. Kahaloa, in the end, got his third win of the year, six out of third innings, two runs both earned on two hits. Matched his career high with 11 Ks. He did not walk a batter. Two outs man at first, no score second inning, and the pitch. Curve outside, ball one, to the lefty batter, Levy. Infield plays him to pull, as does the outfield to a lesser degree. Wind is favoring him out to right and right center. Rain delivers. Levy takes a fastball strike, paid at the outer edge. One ball, one strike. James Morisano on deck. Levy swings at a changeup, pops it up. Right shot of the infield this time as the first baseman, Lowry, steps over to his right. He backpedals and makes the catch to retire the side. So again, a lead off base runner for the Rascals. Again, Leckman pitches out of it easily with a strikeout, a couple of pop-ups, and a Rascal left at first. We into the bottom of the second. Nothing, nothing on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser, a burger,
3: and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers.
4: This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
10: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
5: This is Jason Seaver, and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: off the home map of the second inning for the Grizzlies. Nothing-nothing ball game in the second of a three-game series this weekend against River City. Grizzlies won the opener yesterday after taking the finale of the three-game set Thursday against Schaumburg. Trying to make it three wins in a row tonight. right hander against right hander Keenan Bartlett winds and delivers. Daniel swings at a fastball and slices a line drive to right field but Estee moves to his left and makes the catch in front of the track for the first out. Andrew has hit the ball really hard in this homestead and uh, in particular this series. Had some bad batted ball luck yesterday, and that's carried over it seems into tonight. One down to the home second for Wesley Jones, the Grizzlies DH. No runs ahead for both teams. The Rascals have made the game's only error. Left one on, the Grizzlies have stranded two. Pitch to Jones. There's a fastball taken up and in for a ball. So the Grizzlies got about as close to scoring as you can without scoring in the first inning. They had a man thrown out at, at the, uh, the plate and then on top of that, left runners at second and third. What a pitch. Jones swings at a slider, lets a fly ball right field. It's carrying with a wind. Este is back at the wall. He leaps and he makes the catch. Este had a chance to rob a home run from Zach Taylor yesterday and missed it. This time he takes one away from Wesley Jones. It's an understated home run robbery here in Sojay, just a four foot wall in right at right center field. But nonetheless, Este took away what would have been a solo shot. Jones first has a Grizzly, instead two down. And the Grizzlies have nothing to show for a couple of hard hit balls out to right. Here's the righty batter, Gunnar Buter. Left fielder turned second baseman after the Sakurai injury of the first inning. Pitch on in the way. Gunnar swings and misses at a fastball strike one. Nowhere is there a more casual or... Routine, I suppose, would be the word home run robbery that it is ballpark. Probably nowhere in professional baseball could you have a ho hum home run robbery like you can't hear. One strike pitch is a fastball taken high. One and one on Gutter. 214 average, a couple of home runs, 14 batted in. His dad Jay in the house for this series. Former Major League All Stars, a Seattle Mariner. One and one pitch. Gutter takes low, two balls, one strike. One of the uh, best home run hitters in particular based on his home run per at bat numbers in the history of Major League Baseball. Two balls and a strike. Bartlett the windup, and he brings it home. Gutter takes low, three balls and one strike to count. Zach Taylor, Grizzlies ninth batting catcher, is on deck before the top of the order. Connor Owings comes around again. No score, two outs, bases clear, last of the second. Bartlett delivers swings and fists a pop-up foul right side out of play and the count is full three balls and two strikes the infield plays gutter to pull the shortstop penner is deep in the hole there's a sizable hole up the middle particularly to that shortstop side of the second base bag Bartlett's payoff pitch now in the way Buter swings and fouls a fastball directly back to the screen that Zach Taylor casually catches in the Grizzlies on deck circle in the first base side. I thought with the wind blowing out to right that Jones fly ball was going to carry enough that Estee wouldn't be able to do anything about it. I think it was blowing a little bit harder maybe 15 minutes ago. And Jones didn't get quite enough. Another couple of feet from the wind, and that would have gone over Estes' glove. 3-2 again. Buter checks his swing, takes a slider, down it outside, ball four second Bartlett walk in the early going and the Grizzlies have a two-out base runner of the second no score gutter has shown a, an interest in stealing bases particularly as the season has gone on he has five swipes on six attempts and Zach Taylor had a couple of extra base hits yesterday so perhaps he could conjure up another and give the Grizzlies a lead Taylor now hitting 242 a couple of home runs and 16 RBI right at Bartlett shifts Again, over to the third base, out of the rubber, out of the stretch. Sets out the belt and the pitch. Taylor swings and lifts a line drive to right. That's database hit in front of Estee. Buter moves up only to second and stops there. Two Grizzlies on, two Grizzlies out. And the leadoff man, Connor Owings, club's leader in RBIs, comes up with a golden chance to do damage. So Taylor is three for five in this series. Owings struck out, reached first in a wild pitch in the first inning. Then on that crazy Sakurai bunt play where Sak was safe at first, collided with Trevor Achenbaugh, the second baseman, coming over to cover and was injured, but the ball went rolling down to the Rascals' bullpen. Owings went to third, then decided to try to score and was thrown out by an eyelash at home plate. It was a good call, but a close call. Bartlett ready, and the pitch. Owings takes a fastball just below the knees, ball one you know it was a good call for sure even though it was so close because when morisano put the tag on owings who was diving in head first and reaching with his left hand toward the corner of the plate most uh, toward third base morisano's tag came down on his hand or wrist and his hand just stopped he never actually touched the plate a look to second bartlett's 1-0 delivery Cotter checks his swing takes a strike with the outside avenues out gateway nothing river city nothing Buter at second, Taylor at first, two outs in the bottom of the second. And it's one ball and one strike out Owings with Cletus Avery on deck waiting on what would be his first plate appearance of the evening and the series. Now the one and one delivery to Owings on the way. Cotter swings at a breaking ball. That's a deep drive center field. Back goes Katolyas, still going to the track. Out the wall. It's off the fence. That will score Buter. Taylor waved around third. Owings stops at second. A two run. Cotter Owings double. And the Grizzlies lead 2-0 in the second inning. RBIs 47 and 48 of the year for Cotter Owings. Tops on the club. He's driven in four of Gateways' nine runs so far in the series. Make it four of the Grizzlies' seven runs so far in the series, and it's a 2-0 gateway lead in the second. Buehner and Taylor both score. Owings' team leading 21st double as well, and here's Avery. Roddy Batter, former Southern Illinois minor. Grizzlies acquired him at the beginning of the month in a trade. Right-hander against right-hander. The pitch. Avery takes a fastball strike over the inside at the knees. Dustin Woodcock is on deck if the inning continues. Avery batting 255. He has four home runs and 27 RBIs for the year, counting his time with the Miners. Now the pitch. Clintus takes a fastball just off the outside corner. That was very well located. Just low. One ball and one strike. Rosano held it there behind the plate, but did not get the call. Avery getting a sizable, uh, or uh, rather, Owings getting a sizable lead at second. Pitch to Avery. Fastball swung on and missed. What a two. By the way, at our Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard, Evansville has opened up a 5-0 lead over Florence in the fourth inning. So the Rascals, it appears, would need to come back and win this game to remain within a half game. Bartlett set to the belt, what a two-pitch. Avery swings at a fastball, fouls it off. In the sixth setting in Washington, Southern Illinois and Washington are now tied 1-1. If the Rascals and the Freedom were both to lose, that would most benefit the Miners who are in fourth place. Four back of Evansville, more importantly, three and a half back at the time for second between River City and Florence. The two teams occupying the two Frontier League wildcard spots at the moment. Southern could close with a River City loss, a Florence loss, and a Miners win to within two and a half of the postseason. Avery takes a fastball low, two balls, two strikes. So we'll keep an eye on the Husky Trailways out-of-town scoreboard as the night goes on. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskybus.com. Two balls, two strikes. Always at second, two down, 2 nothing. gateway in the second. Now, that's taken inside by Avery. And the count is full, three balls, two strikes. And the Georgia native, again, Woodcock looms on deck. And Bartlett's next pitch will now be his 40th thus far tonight. Three more strikes than balls for him to this point. He has his sign and the payoff pitch to Avery now. Cletus swings and wraps one off the mound toward the middle. Back awkwardly by the second baseman Akinba. His throw to first is high but in time to get Avery. And the inning is over. Cletus smoked that ball and it skidded awkwardly off the turf mound. But it was still playable for Akinba, who made an awkward backhand in short center field and had plenty of time then because the ball was hit so hard to throw out Avery. But The Grizzlies scored twice on two hits. Connor Owings drives in both with a double. A big clutch two-out hit from the leadoff man. Owings, we head to the third, two-nothing gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide, because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag Community Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the Pro batter PX2. The Pro batter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or GrizzliesBaseballAcademy.com.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
4: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Brandon Lutkiewicz's first pitch misses inside to Rascals running batting James Morisano. Right under his 1-0 pitch. It is a breaking ball taken for a strike to even the count at 1-1? and Nate back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network. 2-0 Gateway after a couple of innings. Tonight in been sent to the belt at his one and one delivery. Morassato swings at a curve, hits it foul, just creeps over the screen on the first base side behind the Grizzlies' dugout into the seats. A ball in two strikes. Morassato hitting 277, he has six home runs and 23 RBIs. He'll be followed by Nick Anderson and the top of the order, Andrew Penner. a nine and one for River City of the visitors' third. Lichterman works from just slightly on the third base out of the rubber, only out of the stretch. One and two pitch is a slider taken high two balls two strikes the Grizzlies have thus far out hit the Rascals three to one River City has made the game's only error although it did not hurt the Raskies in the end two balls and two strikes to count on Morisato here's the pitch he swings at a fastball and lifts it away foul and out of the ballpark off to the left side I don't think I've seen all season a right handed batter that far out in front of a pitch it was a fastball that would have gotten close to hitting him he committed to the swing so early and turned on it He pulled that ball so far foul, it almost went over his own dugout on the third base side. That is very rare for a right-handed hitter. Pulled the ball all the way out of the ballpark toward the uh, the, uh, parking lot, but uh, didn't even get close to the outfield fence. Pitches a curve that he pops up. Foul ground first base side. Might be playable for Lowry to his left toward the Grizzlies' bullpen. Still going in trouble. Slides makes the catch. Good play by Lowry. He just kept drifting. And usually when a quarter infielder, especially a first baseman, is drifting and drifting in foul territory, you don't like his chances. But Luke Lowry figured it out and made the catch one away. That is four rascals in a row. has now retired. And here's the number nine batter Nick Anderson. So good play by Lowry. And here is the ready batter Anderson. 2.43 average. No homers. Ten batted in. Did have his 10th double of the year last yeah, yesterday. And he swings at a curve, lifts it off the end of his bat of the air to right field, carrying a bit. Woodcock sprints back, but stops to the edge of the track and makes the catch. The ball is not carrying as well out to right as I would expect, considering the way the wind has been blowing out and how the ball has been carrying in this homestand. Quickly two down for command And he's now only at 33 pitches. <laughs> Which is very good. He spent 14 pitches on the first two batters. Pitch to Petter has a curve taken over the outside for a strike, and he proceeded to use only 19 pitches on the next seven, and that's more uh, been his trend this year. Not even 15 pitches per inning on average. One strike pitch. Petter swings and misses, nothing at two, and it helps that he's thrown 66 and a half percent of his pitches for strikes this year. Nobody on, two men out, two nothing. Grizzlies in the top of the third. No balls, two strikes of the righty batter, Petter, who walked his first time. Rain ready and fires. Petter checks his swing and takes a curve down and outside for a ball. If the Grizzlies are hoping to get five innings out of Lechkman, who said that was his hope, to go five tonight. This is the kind of efficiency they need. What a two-pitch. Petter swings at a fastball, spanks one on the ground, toward the middle, past the diving. Andrew Daniel coming to his left from shortstop into center field, a base hit. So, Penner has reached twice at as many plate appearances. Second Rascals hit, and they have a two out base runner in the third ahead of Nolan Meadows. Lefty bounding DH, who popped a short his shortest first time. Lowry holds Penner at first, who did show interest in stealing back in the first inning. He made a couple of attempts, one on a foul ball, the other on a Meadows pop up, once Meadows was at a full count. Here's the pitch. Meadows takes a backdoor curve for a strike. Petter has only seven steals this year on 10 tries. Not a great number for a leadoff man at this point of the year. He's played 84 games now. But he did look intrigued back at in the first. Lankham in for the belt. One strike pitch. Meadows takes a curve for strike two. A Couple of good looking pitches, uh, both of which have been pretty much set or cut. Good movement. I wouldn't call them hangers by any stretch. But they've both been in the middle of the strike zone. And Meadows has seemed wholly uninterested. 2 0 Gateway in the third. And let come in again ahead. No balls, two strikes. See if he can finish Meadows. The pitch. Fastball taken up and away. One ball, two strikes to count. One Gateway scores first this year 20 and 16. What a two pitch. Meadows checks his swing, takes a change up. Low. Two balls, two strikes. That's tough. Looks pretty good. Like took a couple of steps, two or three off to the first base dugout. That was an excellent pitch, but evidently just below the knees. Two balls, two strikes, and the pitch. Curveball ball lifted high and deep, but well fouled down the right field line. That was a hanger up in the zone, and Meadows got out in front of it. Two balls, two strikes. Still the count. The more important thing for the Grizzlies than scoring first is maintaining that lead through the end of the fifth inning. If gateway leads after 5, 28 and 5 this year. So it's been very rare that the Grizzlies bullpen has cost them a game with a lead after five innings. 2-2 pitch again is a changeup tailing outside that Meadows just nubs foul. Lunged out to poke it off the very end of his mat, a little cued roller over to the front of the Rascals dugout on the third base side. Rain's pitches seem to have good movement tonight. Good life for a guy who's definitely tiring to this point. Two and two pitch again. Meadows swings and misses, led on a fastball. That come and changes speed, and the end blows him away. Second strikeout for Rain, brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one call system. No runs ahead, a man left at first. Bottom of the third coming up next. Two nothing gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser, a
3: Burger. and Thomas Ruth. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet. A Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: at serve no home is too big and no question is too small so when fire or water damage strikes your home or business call on the cleanup team the insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at one 800 servpro and servepro.com that's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster so when the things matter most are on the line make sure we are too by calling one 800 servpro or visiting servepro.com helping make fire and water damage like it never happened franchises are independently owned and operated
5: this is Sean Dunson jr. and you are listening to gateway grizzly baseball on the grizzly media network
1: dustin woodcock is the first grizzly to bat at the bottom of the third with gateway leading river city two to nothing rascals right header keenan bartlett back to work out of the windup delivers to the lefty batter woodcock who takes a curve that floats outside for ball one. Woodcock will be followed by Luke Lowry and Sean Dunston, Jr., the Grizzlies three, four, and five hitters in the bottom of the third. Woodcock bats in a slightly open left side stance. Pitch to him. It's a changeup, and he swings and misses in front of it. One ball and one strike on the Grizzlies rookie outfielder out of SIUE from Jacksonville, Illinois. Walked his first time. 220 average for the year. One on one pitch. He takes low, two balls and one strike, 11 home runs and 25 RBIs. Those 11 homers, including his most recent blast, which was a two-out, two-run shot in the bottom of the ninth inning Thursday to beat the Schaumburg Boomers in the series finale. Two-and-one pitch. Swing a foul off to the left, and the count is two-and-two. It's a walk-off just to the right of dead center field, out toward the flagpole. Probably about a 400-footer. Those 11 home runs at only 51 games put him on uh, about a 20 home run per 96-game pace. That's, of course, the total number played at the Frontier Lane. Woodcock takes outside full count. And that would be leading the league right now. Hector Roa of Washington is top on the circuit with 16 home runs. Nobody on, nobody out. Payoff pitch from Bartlett. Woodcock waves and misses in front of a changeup and strikes out. Bartlett is fanned four Grizzlies, and there's one away the bottom of the third inning with Luke Lowry coming up. He struck out his first time, the second of four now for Barlow. Grizzlies two, Rascals nothing as we play in the last of the third. Righty batter, open stance, bent of the knees, rather wide of the box, rests the bat on his shoulder, pitch to him. It's a slider taken just off the outside for a ball. On our Husky trailways out of town scoreboard. Evansville has further extended that lead at home against Florence in an important game at the top of the West division. What pitch. Lowry checks his swing on a changeup just off the outside. Bartlett thought it was in there, but it's two balls, no strike. Otters now lead 8-0 over the Freedom. Evansville comes in at first place in the West. River City and Florence tied a half game back in second. 2-0 oh pitch. Lowry takes a fastball down at outside. Three balls, no strikes. Wonder if Luke will have the green light here. Seventh inning in Washington. The Miners and the Wild Things still tied at one. That's the other important game of the West. Southern Illinois, four games back in fourth place. Lowry takes a fastball of the belt for a strike over the outer half. And the count is three and one. Game 89 of that 96 game Frontier League track for the Grizzlies tonight. Bartlett winds and throws. Lowry takes inside, ball four. And he has a one out walk for the Grizzlies' first base runner in the last of the third. And Sean Dunstan Jr. will bat. He struck out his first time as well, the third of four for Bartlett tonight. On the road, the Grizzlies trust. Husky trailways, you can too, at huskybus.com. Middle infielder is double played up. The first baseman, Levy, will hold Lowry, who has good speed. 13 steals on 15 tries this year. He swiped his last nine in a row successfully over the last month. So there's a big hole on the right side of the infield with Levy occupying. Pitch to Dunstan is swung on and lifted. It hit a shallow left toward the foul line. A long run it to his right for Anderson. It's a shortstop. Penner moving back. He dives, and it's off his glove, but foul. He crossed over the foul line just as he was making the dive. Anderson wasn't going to get there. Petter sold out for that baseball. His cap came flying off in short left, a good 30 feet away from the foul line, a good 50 feet away from where he eventually went prone to go after the ball and had it just tip off the edge of his webbing. Dunston is, of course, thankful for the second life, but nonetheless can respect, as I'm sure everyone can, the effort of Andrew Penner at shortstop for the Rascal. So no balls and a strike to count on Dunstan. See how long it takes for Lowry to show interest in running. He's out to a modestly. Bartlett peeks that way. Sets out the belt on the third base side of the slab. A long hold and a pitch. Sean swings, pops it up, foul, left out of play. No balls, two strikes. And the Grizzlies center fielder, of course, the other son of a Major League All-Star. Talking about Gutter Buter, son of Jay earlier in the game. And Sean, son of Sean, former All-Star with the Cubs. Also spent a little bit of time playing in St. Louis as a Cardinal. Some time in Cleveland and Pittsburgh. He was in San Francisco briefly. The pitch, Sean takes high. What a two. But Predominantly remembered for his decade with the Cubs to start his career. Rocket arm shortstop. Bounced around toward the tail end of his 18 years in the show. Andrew Daniel on deck. Lowry at first one out. 2-0 Grizzlies in the third. What a two pitch. Sean swings and fists a soft liner towards second. A hop. It's taken awkwardly by Achenbach. Shovels to second for one. And there will be no further play. That ball was too slowly hit for the Rascals to have a chance at a double play. Four to six, the fielder's choice, and Sean with his outstanding speed aboard. 34 steals on 39 attempts for Sean this year. Here's the ready-hitter, Daniel, against the right-hander, Bartlett. Andrew lined out to deep right his first time it out to a big lead. He goes in the first pitch. Daniel takes down it outside. Morisato mishandles it, but it's a steal for Sean, his 35th of the year on 40 attempts. One ball no strikes on Daniel. Bartlett ready on the pitch. Andrew swings at a fastball, fists a pop up foul right side and luckily for him that will get out of play in the first few rows behind the Grizzlies dugout. He Chased a fastball in on his hands, one ball and one strike. On at second, two down, two nothing Grizzlies in the third. And Bartlett's one and one pitch to Daniel is on the way. Taken just off the inside. Two balls, one strike. Grizzlies trying to add some after a pair in the second against Bartlett. Here's his two and one delivery now to Daniel on the way. Andrew takes a changeup down at outside of the count is three balls, one strike. Wesley Jones, who had a would-be home run robbed in right center field by Cameron Este, his last time is on deck. Big hole on the right side of the infield still for Daniel, with now the second base, but shading up the middle to keep Dunston as close as he can. Here's the pitch. Daniel takes a good fastball that paints the outer edge. Three balls, two strikes. Andrew Homer, Tuesday and Wednesday, the first two games of this homestand, now the fifth of the sixth game. Week-long homestand for the Grizzlies in Sojay. Bartlett ready again, payoff on the way. Daniel swings and fouls it back. Just clipped a fastball to the bottom of the screen. Wind has just about died out. The flag is hanging limp in right center. Swing and a drive left field. That is way back. It is gone. Andrew Daniel has gone deep again. His third of the homestand, his ninth of the year, and the Grizzlies lead 4 nothing in the third. He lined out to deep right in the third inning, and. It was noted at the time that he's had a lot of hard-hit balls, fine gloves in this homestand, particularly so far this weekend. The solution to that is to hit it over the 16-foot wall in left field. That ball was crushed. A line drive homer got out of here in a hurry. Here's Wesley Jones, who should have gone deep back in the second. And he takes a curve for a strike. Nine homers, 33 batted in now for Daniel. Two-run shot makes it 4-0 Grizzlies in the third. Two outs, nobody on. Bartlett back to the windup. Another one strike pitch. Jones takes down it away for a ball. All Grizzlies home runs are brought to you by Trost Plastics, family-owned vital fencing specialist serving the St. Louis metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics fence and deck specialists. One-on-one pitch. Jones fouls it back, a ball and two strikes. On the Greensboro, North Carolina native, out of North Carolina a So the Grizzlies have hit Bartlett hard. Matches the highest earned run or run total at all, for that matter, against him this year. Pitch is grounded toward third to his left. Martinez gets the second half ankle high, shuffles to settle his feet, and throws to first to retire Jones. The inning is over. Two runs for the Grizzlies on one hit, a two-run blast. Line drive Homer over the left field fence. As we head to the fourth, it's the Grizzlies four, and the Rascals nothing. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else, and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A
4: message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the Pro ProBatter PX2. The Pro batter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170 or grizzliesbaseballacademy.com.
10: GCS Credit Union offers Casasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: More defensive changes for the Grizzlies, and we hope not injury-related. Gateway this year had one player coming into tonight who had started every game, Brent Sakurai, 89 out of 89. The other one was Cotter Owings, and he had started all but one game, 88 out of 89. Here's the rain. Rainlock, coming a pitch to Braxton Martinez. That's taken high for a ball. 4-0 Grizzlies as we start at the top of the fourth. Well, now, both have left the game. Sakurai was injured in a collision near first base, running through a bun single in the bottom of the first. Wato pitch. Martinez takes a knee-high strike. And then Owings, who did have a bit of a collision at home plate on a slide on the same play, but stayed in the game and had a two-run double, his last at-bat of the second has left the game. One and one pitch. Martinez takes up an in for ball two. Andrew Daniel moves from shortstop to third. So he has now played three infield positions in four innings. Cletus Avery moves from left field into short, and Greg White takes over in left. Curveball inside, three and one on Martinez. So White, takes over in the leadoff spot for Owings. So Connor hitting leadoff has left the game, and Sakurai hitting second has left the game in three innings. Here's the pitch. Martinez swings and cranks one down the left field line, but he hooked it foul. And the counts, three balls, two strikes on the Rascals' powerful three-hole hitting third baseman, who got it into a double play his first time. He'll be followed by Trevor Akinbaugh and LJ Kalawaya, the three, four, and five Rascals hitters. So the gateway defense is now wide and left. Dunston in center, Woodcock in right. Payoff pitch. Martinez swings at a curve and skies it to center. Dunstan steps in. He is under it, waves his arms to make the call, and a one-hand catch. On the infield, it's Daniel at third, Avery at short, Buter at second, Lowry at first. He's the only static infielder. Not counting the catchers at Taylor, or the pitcher, Rain Letkeman. Lowry the only infielder who has not moved. Only he, Dunstan, and Woodcock have remained stationary all game of their positions of the seven defenders outside of the Grizzlies' battery. 4-0 gateway, one out, nobody on top of the fourth for the righty batting cleanup man, Trevor Achenbaugh. Pitch to him is a curve taken low for ball one. Achenbaugh had the first Rascals hit, a single to lead off the second. He was stranded at first base. River City has had three base runners in as many innings. What a piece. Achenbaugh takes a curve outside, 2-0. Walk in the first, single in the second, a single in the third, but the Rascals have yet to advance anyone into scoring position. works only out of the stretch. Here's his 2-0 oh pitch. Akinbah takes a fastball, though. Three balls, no strikes. Two-run double from Owings in the second is last at bat before he now had to leave the game. The pitch, Akinbah takes an EI strike. And then a two-run homer from Andrew Daniel blasted over the left field fence in the third. So a pair for the Grizzlies, each of the last two innings, and they lead it 4 nothing. 3-1 and one pitch. Akiba nearly hit by a fastball that runs inside. That is ball four. Second left given a walk against a couple of strikeouts. And the Rascals have their standard base runner for this inning. They have not yet been able to add a second base runner in any individual frame, nor have they advanced anyone into scoring position. So now (laughs) Calawaya. Left-hand batting center fielder, who struck out swinging his first time. Rain ready of the pitch. Kalawiyah swings at a high fastball and chops it foul up first. No balls at one strike. So this could be a very costly game for the Grizzlies, even leading 4-0 in the third. If, in fact, they've just lost Owings and Sakurai, those would be painful blows. One strike pitch. Kalawiyah takes down it in. It's one and one. Even though, of course, the Grizzlies have long been out of the playoff chase, mathematically for some time now and in the hearts and minds for a lot longer before that. But still, you want to play your best baseball all the way to the end of the year, and to a certain extent there's a professional obligation to do so as well. One at one pitch. Calaway takes out side ball two. And that's something that all of these guys take seriously, certainly Zachariah and Owings. And now that in I think, might be hurt. Rain Leckman was waving his arm around after that last pitch. He goes to the back of the mound, and he doesn't look right. Cutter Buner comes in to talk to him. And Rain was kind of popping his cap up. Now he's climbing back to the top of the mound. And nobody has come out of the Grizzlies' dugout, but that didn't look right at all. And hopefully he's okay. This is the last thing he needs. Two-and-one pitch. Calawaya takes a fastball for an knee-high strike, and that looked totally fine. So two-and-two two on Rain. Maybe it was just one bad delivery and frustration. He missed last year with arm surgery, started his rehab program in August, and he hasn't taken any time off since then to and 2 pitch. Kalawai takes a curve down and in at his full three balls, two strikes. So essentially what that means is that unlike most of these players, he's been throwing continuously for an entire year. Most of these guys finished their years around this time last year, and pitchers in particular will shut it down for a few months and build back up starting in January, February, especially for any ball guys starting their season in May. Payoff now. Kalawai grounds a charm to the second. Buter gloves it, shovels to second one. Avery's relay to first. Double play. New Grizzlies middle infield. Buter at in second and Avery at short after both of them played left field at some point earlier in this game. But they turn the Grizzlies second. Twin killing of the ball game. Brought to you by Casino Queen, the official hotel of the Grizzlies where loose means more. Again, a base runner for the Rascals. Again, they cannot advance him any farther. And again, the Grizzlies get out of it having let of at only the minimum. We go to the bottom of the fourth, 4-0 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
7: Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle. A little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this... The Pepsi emoji delivers this... a little bit of Pepsi and tell the world how you feel and what you love with Pepsi emojis because every Pepsi emoji says something a little different about you whether you're a big sports fan you're into the arts love summer fun music concerts or just walking your dog Pepsi has you covered with a Pepsi emoji that says it just the right way Pepsi emojis say it with Pepsi (laughs)
2: Megan, that's my neighbor on her patio, which (laughs) is right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific, quiet, plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Grizzlies hoping for the best help for Brent Sakurai. Pitch gutter Butter is taking outside. Ball one to start things at the bottom of the fourth. Grizzlies up 4-0 on River City after three and a half. Buter, the righty batter, starts things against the Rascals right hander Keaton Bartlett, who winds and lets fly. Buter swings and lets a fly ball right field. Este goes back to the track, to the wall. It is gone. Gutter Buter, homers for the third time this year. A solo shot, and the Grizzlies lead 5-0 in the fourth inning. This offense has come to life. So Gateway has lost the top two batters in its order, Connor Owings and Brent Sakurai, both to apparent injuries in this game already. But well, this Grizzlies offense is cruising in August. Another Grizzlies home run brought to you by Trost Plastics, family-owned vinyl fencing specialist serving the St. Louis Metro area since 1988. Hit it over the fence with Trost Plastics Fence Index specialists. Here's a running batter, Zach Taylor. Nobody on, nobody out. Five, another gateway of the fourth. Bartlett out of the windup again. He's been bashed around the last three innings. And Taylor takes the slider for a strike. Taylor homered yesterday. Grizzlies have homered twice now tonight. They have three home runs over the first game and a half of this homestand. They have nine over the first, uh, or I should say, the series. Pitch is low. Three over the first game and a half of the series and nine over the first four and a half games of the homestand. The Grizzlies have 28 home runs in August. One and one pitch. Taylor swings and slices it foul off the right side out of play. One and two. 28 of their 66 home runs now this year in the month of August. Very possible that they continue this pace over the next week. The Grizzlies could end up hitting half their home runs for the entire year in August. Bartlett from the first base out of the rubber takes a long look in toward Morisano for his sign, and time is called. Taylor singled in the second inning tonight and scored. Now the pitch. Taylor swings and nubs one softly toward third. Off the mound, Bartlett, he gives away to the third baseman, Martinez, who bare hands, flings to first. Taylor is saved. Pinfield single. Zach beats it. He's two for two, four of six in the series. Grizzlies offense just keeps it going. And here comes Greg White, who will be taking his first at bat of this game. He came in in the leadoff spot for Connor Owings, who exited the game before the Grizzlies came out to play defense in the top of the fourth, evidently with injury. We don't know. White hitting 250 early on in his Grizzlies tenure. No homers. Three RBIs. Bartlett goes to the third base out of the rubber, as he has all night, out of the stretch. Sets out the belt. And a pitch. White takes a slider down at outside. Owings finished one for two, a strikeout, a double, two RBIs. And Brett Sakurai was the number two batter to start the game. It's now Cletus Avery, though, on deck because sack two left with injury. They 1-0 pitch. White fouls it back. 5-0 Grizzlies in the fourth. Taylor at first, nobody out. The Gateway offense has surged these last two games, really the last two games and a third. They were down 3-1 going to the bottom of the seventh inning Thursday night against Schaumburg in the series finale, having lost four games in a row at that point. And Gateway was really scuffling. But there was a solution in the dugout as it turned out. 1-1 pitch. White swings and lines it into right center field. Este to his right, still going, reaches down, makes the catch. Taylor is off at of first. Este's throw is low, off a hop. Taylor's doubled off. Good play by Cameron Estee on a line drive to right. He gets over to make the catch and a very good throw with his strong arm to beat Taylor. Took advantage of the turf, skidding long hop, two down. And here comes Cletus Avery down. Base is cleaned with two down, five down the Grizzlies in the fourth for Avery. Pluto entered to bat in the second inning, and Sakurai's play scouted out to second his first time. Right-hander against right-hander. The windup at Bartlett's pitch. Avery swings and misses at a belt-high fastball. Big cut, but nothing at one. Anyway, the solution in the Grizzlies' dugout turned out to be athletic trainer Jeff Manzo, because he was getting desperate for the Grizzlies to find some offense. Having lost four in a row, looked like they were tailspinning toward a fifth straight. One strike pitch is a fastball lifted to right, but that's right at Este, and uh, he comes in to make the catch, so I suppose we'll have to wait on this until the fifth. Grizzlies score again on a Gunner Buter solo home run. They hit a couple of more balls hard, but both find Estee's glove. Seems like a lot of hard hit balls have been ending up at his mitt out and right. We move to the fifth inning 5 nothing Gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
10: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA insured.
13: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out baseballhall.org.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America, and it's making a huge difference in America's balance of trade. One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
4: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Rainn coming back to work for the Grizzlies as we head to the top of the fifth. 5-0 River City. Our score. And Cameron Este leads off for the visiting Rascals. Open stance back at the box left side. him deals. Estee takes a fastball strike over the inner edge. Rain working only out of the stretch from the third base side of the rubber. Has allowed a base runner in each inning. Nobody's reached scoring position though. He comes back. Este takes a backdoor curve for strike two. Popped to short his first time. The Rascals right fielder has been active defensively, though. Line drive double play in the fourth. 0-2 oh, pitch. Backdoor curve this time floats outside. A ball and two strikes. Zach Levy, the former grizzly on deck, then James Morisato. 6, 7, and 8 batters in the River City order. No runs, two hits, a couple of walks and against Letkeman. He straightens with his side and let's fly. Este takes inside. Two balls, two strikes. So hinted in the bottom of the fourth at that story about how the Grizzlies unlocked this offense with a, a four-game losing streak. They were struggling Thursday to a two-pinch. Este swings and misses at a fastball off the outside and strikes out. Let's give it his fan three. All swinging brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Play it safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 8-1-1. It's smart. It's free. It's the law. So here's the lefty batter, Levy, who popped to first his first time. Had a towering home run out to right center yesterday in the series opener. But the Grizzlies were struggling against Scharberg a couple of games ago. Down 3-1, going to the bottom of the seven. Pitch to Levy. Swing and a ground ball foul wide at first. And Gateway needed a boost offensively. And finally, Grizzlies athletic trainer Jeff Manzo got so desperate in the dugout that he took the mosquito spray, the brand named off, and then a piece of tape on which he resourcefully wrote ENSE, E-N-S-E, and then taped it on the mosquito bottle so that it read offense. He took the spray, walked over to the bat rack, and proceeded to spray it all over the bats. The Grizzlies scored at the bottom of the seventh. They scored again at the bottom of the eighth. They walked off at the bottom of the ninth. Since then, been nothing but good things. One strike pitch. Levy swings it a changeup and skies it into shallow center. Dunstan comes in. He waves his arms, makes a loud call and circles under it for the one-hand catch above his navy cap for the second out. Grizzlies won 5-2 then yesterday in the series opener against their crosstown rival Rascals. And now lead 5-0 with two outs of nobody on in the top of the fifth. Here's River City catcher James Morisato. Morisato popped up in foul ground down the right side on a nice sliding catch by a retreating Grizzlies first baseman Luke Lowry. In the third inning, been looking for his first 1 2 3 frame. He delivers. Morisano swings and grounds a fastball foul into his own dugout on the third base side. No balls, one strike. River City has had precisely one base runner in each of the first four innings a walk in the first and the fourth, a single in the second and the third. Trevor Ockenbaugh is the only rascal to have reached twice this far. The only man not yet retired in the River City starting lineup by the Canadian right hander Leitkamen in what will likely be his penultimate start of the year for the Grizzlies. He's scheduled to have a start in Gateway's final home series next weekend against Washington. On the belt, one-strike offering. Morisano swings at a curve. Rockets a one-hopper to third. Glove with two hands by Daniel Belt High. He throws across the diamond first and retires the side. A 1-2-3 inning for the first time tonight for Leitkamen. He's through five scoreless. And in line for the win, we head the bottom half of the fifth inning, halfway home, a 5-0 Grizzlies lead. Back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
6: Budweiser presents an important message about friendship.
7: You and me, we were made for love. A lifetime is not long enough to show you what you mean to me. Ooh.
6: See you later, buddy. Budweiser knows your friends are counting on you. So, we want you to remember to make a plan to make it home every time you go out. Do whatever it takes to get home safely. Call a friend, arrange for a cab, or designate a driver. Because friends are waiting. Hey, I'm sorry. I decided I shouldn't drive home last night. I stayed at Dave's. I'm back.
11: I'm back. Yeah, I'm
6: back. (laughs) This message is brought to you by your friends at Budweiser. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Family corn farmers have planted more than 1.2 million miles of conservation buffer strips to protect the soil, improve water quality in lakes and streams, and create acres and acres of wildlife habitat. So corn farmers aren't planting just corn. They're planting the seeds for future generations to enjoy what Mother Nature has created for all of us. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
4: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
11: This is Jeff Manzo, and
3: you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Grizzlies five Rascals nothing as we head to the last of the fifth inning from GCS credit union ballpark in Sojay on this Saturday night where Gateway is trying to clinch the final series ever against the River City Rascals. And put together only its fourth three game winning streak of the year. Pitch to Dustin Woodcock is a fastball and he swings and misses strike one. Right hitter Keaton Bartlett back to work for the Rascals even though he's allowed five runs on six hits including a couple of Grizzlies home runs. And all five of those runs have come in the last three innings. Righty to lefty. One strike pitch. Woodcock swings and fouls it off. Left side out of play. No balls and two strikes on the rookie. Who has walked and struck out. He'll be followed by Luke Lowry and Sean Dunstan, Jr. The three, four, and five hitters for game win this evening. And really, the top hitters in this order are still intact. The Grizzlies have lost their leadoff man on number two hitter tonight to apparent injuries. The pitch. Up and in. Woodcock had to turn his head out of the way at the last moment of all the two strikes. Looked like he didn't see that very well either. It kind of got up on him. Just missed his Navy batting helmet. He has the bright neon green sleeve on his right arm. Pitched to him. Fastball taken out at outside. Two balls, two strikes. White batting gloves over the brown handle of his two tone bat, which shifts to a powdered blue barrel matching the Grizzlies blue jerseys today two and two pitch woodcock slaps it foul left side out of play into the extended netting in Soja, which is going to be extended again before too long that's now becoming a trend around major league baseball the grizzlies were among the trendsetters in that regard but one team after another all of a sudden like dominoes falling at the top level of professional baseball Bartlett's 2-2 two two pitch again. Woodcock swings and drives one high at a right field. It might be too high. Este back to the track, but now retreats in front of it again and makes the catch. Sounded good off the bat. I think Woodcock got the barrel to it. It was just underneath it too much. And Luke Lowry now bat. one out, nobody on. Grizzlies five, Rascals nothing, in the home half of the fifth. Roddy Batter lowry has struck out and walked so far tonight. His final game as a professional baseball player. Bartlett delivers. Luke swings at a fastball, pops it up at a shallow right center field. The second baseman, Akinbaugh, goes back. It's the right fielder, Este, though, who comes in, makes the call, and the one-hand catch. A couple of fly outs to right on back-to-back pitches. Now there are two away now in the Grizzlies' fifth with a 5-0 lead. They have scored two of their five runs tonight with two outs. So Dunson will try to build on that number. He comes up. Strikeout at a fielder's choice for Sean Dunstan Jr. tonight. He is 0 for 2 with a run scored and a stolen base. His 35th to extend his Grizzlies single-season record. Righty to lefty. Here it is. Sean takes a curve for a strike. Matt Hearn had the previous record. He swiped 30 bases in 2017. Sean is at 35 and counting. I wouldn't put it past him to get to 40. Now the pitch. Swinging a foul on a curve. Now no snowballs two strikes. By the way, Patrick Boyle is up and has been warming in the Grizzlies bullpen up the right side. Looks like he's just about ready. I would expect to see him starting the sixth. Oh, and two-pinch. Sean takes inside. One ball, two strikes. Bartlett the kick and a pitch. Sean takes a changeup just low. Not a bad pitch, but it did miss. And they count two balls, two strikes now. Bartlett up to 87 pitches. So you'd think coupling that with his poor, for poor, uh, poor performance rather, that he's probably getting to the end of the line. Now the pitch. Sean swings and chops one towards second. Off a couple of hops, a charging Akinbaugh backhands around his ankles and flips to first to retire the speedy Dunston for a 1-2-3 inning. And that is Bartlett's first 1-2-3 frame tonight. Now, the first scoreless setting for him since the first. We head to the sixth, 5 the gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
12: Consider the cup holder. There's probably one feeling empty next to you right now. No refreshing Pepsi and no hope. Look at it. Really, really look. Are you looking? Just look at it, won't you? All across the country, cup holders just like yours are being abused, deprived of Pepsi, forgotten. Instead of a refreshing Pepsi, some of them are being filled with loose change or crumbled up drive-through receipts or is that a what of used chewing gum? <sighs> Clean your car. But what if you could help? Both of you or all of you. There's really no way for me to know how many of you are in your car. I hope there's not 10 of you. That would be really unsafe. Get a Pepsi and refresh a cup holder's life. Our cup holders and our thirsts are counting on it. In fact, I'm having a refreshing Pepsi right now. Ah, that is refreshing. Pepsi, refresh yourself. Refill your cup holder. One
2: small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide. Because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag #CommunityPossible Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal housing lender, member FDIC.
0: Now back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Gateway five River City nothing as we head to the top of the sixth. Heading from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojane tonight, Ray Lackman Grizzly starter is finished after five scoreless innings. He allowed two hits. He struck out three and walked two. He 68 pitches, 41 strikes, and deserves commendation for the way he has battled through a tiring arm, and finishing off a year—literally a year—from last August to this August without a. Completely shutting down his throwing, which is very uncommon for a pitcher, especially at this level and at this stage of his career, coming off his surgery and all of that. But he eight five innings, at more than that pitched very well tonight. Even though he clearly did not have his most dynamite stuff or or controlled, especially early in the game, he uh, in the end threw quite nicely for the Grizzlies tonight, and he leaves in line for the win. He's replaced by six foot four, two hundred twenty pound left-hander Patrick Boyle. 25-year-old from Farmersville, Ohio. is 0-3 with a 4.67 earned run average. It's his 41st appearance this year, all in relief. Over 34 and two-thirds innings, he struck out 48 and walked 32. The league is hitting 161 against him. He'll face 9-1-2 in the Rascals' order. Nick Anderson, and Andrew Petter, and Nolan Meadows. Righty hitter Anderson is getting only a second chance of the night. He faced Leckman just once and to right. Infield plays into pull. The outfield just about straight away. Lefty to righty. Boyle set to the shoulders at his pitch. Anderson takes up it away. Ball one. For Boyle, it's always been about control, and that's been a bigger issue of late. He did put together an inning and a third scoreless in a 7-2 loss to Schaumburg on Tuesday, his last appearance. Here's his 1-0 pitch now. And Anderson takes a fastball just low over the outside, but below the knees, two balls and no strikes. Before that, Boyle had been scored upon in three appearances in a row, eight runs in total, all earned over three and a third inning. His earned run average before that was down to three. 2-0 and pitch. Anderson swings and misses, laid on a fastball for strike one. Boyle has escaped the Grizzlies' bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms. Looking for a fun collaborative activity with family, friends, or colleagues? Head to Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville and embrace the challenge of a physical adventure game in which your team solves a series of puzzles and riddles using clues, hints, and strategy to escape the room. Foul ball off to the right by Anderson, 2-2. Two and two. For more information, visit twistedkeyescape.com. Grizzlies, five rascals, nothing. Nobody on and nobody out to start the visitors' sixth. Kate try tried to make it three wins in a row, which would match a season-long winning streak. Would give the Grizzlies three straight victories for only the fourth time this year. Two and two pitch. Anderson takes a fastball that comes in and hits him on the left arm. First batter the Grizzlies have plunked so far tonight, and Anderson is out as the leadoff man to start the visitors sixth with a top of the order, Andrew Petter, coming up next. Although, in every previous case, this would be the Grizzlies then Fourth three-game winning streak, making tomorrow's game the finale against River City, which will start at 6.05 tomorrow evening, a 5.50 Budweiser pregame show. That would make it the Grizzlies' fourth chance at a four-game streak this year, and it would be, again, a chance at their first sweep of the year. Every time the Grizzlies have had a chance to win four in a row, it's been on a Sunday, and it's been a would-be sweep situation. Lefty to righty, Boyle sets at the shoulders and delivers to Penner, who takes high for a ball. Now the Grizzlies have yet to win any of them. They've been walked off twice at Windy City and also lost after leading in the middle innings at Southern Illinois. This would be their first chance if they can finish off this winning streak that they'd be going for a sweep or a four game streak at home. They've not had that opportunity at home so far in any of their previous three games. Penner is one for one, a walk and a single. Boy already and the pitch. Petter takes high and outside. Two balls, no strikes. And this is the issue for Boyle, and it's become a bigger and bigger issue in August. Throwing strikes. Grizzlies need him in the zone, especially with a 5-0 lead in the sixth inning. And so far, he has hit a batter and falling behind 2-0 on oh the Rascals' leadoff man. Now he deals. Petter takes low, ball three. The Grizzlies do not have enough depth in the bullpen right now, and they've been asked too much of lead from Grant Black and Jeff Bramblin to turn to them again for any extended period tonight. So the Grizzlies could really use a comfortable win. 3-0 pitch. Petter takes a strike over the outside. But remember all the power the Rascals have after this. Nolan Meadows has 10 home runs on deck. Then Braxton Martinez, who has 12. And Trevor Achenbaum, who has 13. 35 home runs over the next three. River City batters here to follow Penner. Three and one pitch from Boyle on the way. Penner swings and misses. Let out a fastball at its full three and two. See now if Anderson is running with a full count. And nobody out. Grizzlies up 5-0 in the sixth. So I guess the point is that the Grizzlies will be reluctant to get any of their top of the line late game relievers up with a 5 nothing lead in the sixth. But this could get away from them. Payoff pitch. Petter swings and fouls it back. Anderson was not moving. Imagine another walk. All of a sudden, two men are on and a home run for any of those guys more than cuts the deficit in half for the Rascals. If they could get anybody else up, it would bring the potential tying run to the on-deck circle. And at this stage of the game, that's significant. If the Rascals cut this down to one or two runs, it's anybody's game again. Boyle's payoff once more to Petter after a hold on the way. Petter takes low ball force and so there is the walk. Anderson hit by a pitch to start the inning and then a base on balls to Petter who has reached all three times tonight. Two Rascals aboard with way up 5-0 in the sixth. And nobody out for Nolan Meadows who has popped a short and struck out thus far this evening. But it's a dangerous bat no matter what. And Grizzlies pitching coach James Frisby with that in mind is coming out for the first base dugout to have a conversation with his entire infield on the mound. Gives us a chance to check back in on our Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard. Second to last weekend of Frontier League play. Evansville is now up 10 to nothing at home over Florence in the seventh inning at Boise Field. Southern Illinois has taken a 2-1 to one lead in Washington. That game is in the ninth. So if the Miners can hold on to win that and Evansville does in fact
8: beat Florence.
1: The Rascals would have a... And the Grizzlies hold on to beat the Rascals tonight, up by five in the sixth. Then uh, Southern Illinois would close back to within two and a half of a Frontier League playoff position. Two on, nobody out. Everything back to order now. Frisbee back to the dugout. Left-hander to left-hander. Boyle sets, looks to second, and pitches to Nolan Meadows, who shows bunt, deadens one just to the left side, and foul outside the righty batter's box. That's a surprise to see Meadows Try to butt. And it speaks to his struggles in this series. He is 0 for 6 with a strikeout and has not had a ball outside the infield at this point. I don't think the Grizzlies were necessarily expecting that, especially with Gateway up 5 0 in the sixth. Steve Brooke likes to play the small ball, but this is extreme even for him to go to a sacrifice butt in this situation. Quarters are in now. Boyle's one-strike pitch to Meadows is all the way. Taken down and away. A breaking ball, one-and-one, and, one, and there was no sound of a bunt that time from Meadows. So we'll see what the Grizzlies do now. Luke Lowry, who was coming away in at first base, just looked over toward Buner at second and kind of shrugged his shoulders. Like, I don't really know what's going on. The Grizzlies' normal bunt defense in this situation is to charge Lowry and try to hold Daniel at third if they can. Now Luke is backed up behind the runner at first. What a one-pitch. Meadows shows no butt again and takes a fastball over the inside for strike two. So perhaps it was just an idea to try to catch the Grizzlies defense by surprise, but in that case, you'd think he was bunting for a hit, and if he was, he didn't do a good job of it. He really deadened the ball, and on top of that was not really running or drag bunting. It looked like a sack bunt, which isn't something you necessarily need to surprise a defense with if you do it right. Two on, nobody out. One-two pinch. Curb ball grounded toward the right side. The first baseman Lowry off the line to and throws to second where Avery was covering and did keep the bag to make the catch. And Penner is out. That's a smart play by Lowry. Boyle was a little bit slow getting over toward first base. and It was going to be a tough play anyway with Meadows, who runs pretty well, getting up the line. Lowry's momentum was taking him toward second base, so he threw to Avery covering. Now it was low and away, if you will, to the outfield side of second base. And Avery had to go down to his left to make the catch, keeping his right foot on the bag. Otherwise, the best case would have been bases loaded. The worst case would have been a run in with a ball out in left field. So Anderson goes to third. Petter is forced out at second base, three to six. Meadows reaches on a fielder's choice. Rascals on the corners, one out. Five nothing gateway in the top of the sixth setting. For the righty batter, Braxton Martinez, who has endured a difficult series as well. Boyle ready and the pitch. Martinez takes just low for a strike. That's a generous call. Nothing at one. Martinez 0 for 2, ground ball double play, and a fly to center. He is nothing out of five with three strikeouts and a walk in this series. Boyle sets on the third base out of the rubber. He looks to first. Now lets it fly. Martinez swings and misses. A letter-high fastball, nothing in two. Martinez has gone gone after a lot of those fastballs above his belt. Even some of his letters are higher in this series. And he has not made contact with a single one. Not a good looking set from a man who a couple of weeks ago would have been easily the presumptive Frontier League most valuable player. Now that's cast into some doubt. No balls, two strikes. Boyle throws. Martinez takes. Strike three, call. Fastball over the inside corner. Martinez down on three pitches. He didn't like it. He is now 0 for 3 tonight. 0 for 6 with four strikeouts in the series, and it's a big second out. First boil strikeout, fourth for Grizzlies. Pitching brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call System. Safe digging is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to IllinoisOneCall.com. That's Illinois, the number one at Call.com. Here's the righty batter, Trevor Ockenbaugh, who was singled and walked in his return after an oblique injury that cost him a week. Lefty to righty, first pitch is a curve that saves high ball one. Anderson at third, Meadows at first, two men out in the top of the sixth. Grizzlies lead the Rascals 5 to nothing in game two of this three-game weekend series, and game five of a six-game Grizzlies homestand. Boyle stretches at his 1-0 pitch. Achenbach takes a fastball off the inner edge. Two balls, no strikes. This rally, if you can call it that, without the Rascals having scored yet, has come without a hit, hit batsman, and a walk. In fact, uh, only two of the six River City base runners tonight have come on base hits. Two singles, three walks, a hit batsman. This is the first time the Rascals have had a man in scoring position. 2 no pitch. Achenbaugh takes outside ball three. And with a lefty batter, Calawaya considerably less powerful than on deck. I think the Grizzlies' best play here would be to be careful with Achenbaugh and potentially even walk him to get to Kalawaya, who has been hitting the wall well since he joined the Rascals, but only for average, not for power. Akinba has 13 bombs this year, second on the the club, even though he's missed significant time. The pitch taken just outside, ball four. Meadows to second, Akinba aboard. Bases full, the Rascals, two down. Five-nothing gateway in the sixth inning. And the lefty batter Kalawaya, who has struck out and bounced into a double play tonight. Now will get his chance to bat. He is one of five with a single and a hit by pitch in the series. Infield is deep. The outfield plays Kalawaiya slightly toward left. His opposite field. And maybe a step shallow. Boyle stretches and delivers. Kalawaiya takes a knee high strike. And he didn't like that call either. The Rascals feel as though in this inning the zone has been a little bit too low. Braxton Martinez and Calaway have both been dissatisfied. And Calaway is having a lot more words with Mike Victor, our plate umpire, than Martinez did. I would think the move now for Taylor and Boyle, if they can, is to locate this ball a little bit lower, inch or two, and see if they can get another call. No balls, one strike. Patrick sent to the shoulders. Now the pitch. Calaway takes a curve down and away. Smothered by Taylor off a short hop. One ball and one strike. Right-hander up and warming in the Rascals' bullpen. Bases loaded, two outs, sixth inning. Rascals threatening without having a hit in this inning. A couple of walks and a hit batsman. 5 eight gateway. But Katawaya could cut that lead out to one with one swing. He has only one homer this year, but you never know. Boyles one and one pitch. Katawaya swings and lifts a high fly ball, not deep enough to right. Woodcock drifts back a couple of steps. Still well in front of the track, reaches out, makes the one-hand catch, and the inning is over. Kettle made good contact, but got far too much underneath the baseball to drive it out even to the short porch in right field here in Sojay. No runs, no hits, the bases left loaded. Last of the six coming up, 5-0 Gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
3: A Budweiser, a Berger, and Thomas Ritt. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, No lights, no noise, no backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for
4: you. Enjoy responsibly. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
10: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that, you must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured. This is Jason Siever,
5: and you're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Grizzlies up 5-0 as we head to the bottom of the sixth, and Andrew Daniel is the first to bat for Gateway. Righty hitter against Rascals right-hander Keenan Bartlett who winds and throws. Daniel takes a curve that backs up inside for ball one. He'll be followed by Wesley Jones and Gunnar Buhner, the 6, 7, and 8 spots in the lineup for Gateway tonight. Daniel has played second, short, and third already in this game. What a pinch. Andrew swings over a breaking ball, though, one and one. He started at second base, then Grizzlies shortstop Brent Sakurai got hurt in the first inning. Daniel slid over to short, then gateway third baseman Connor Owings got hurt somewhere after that. We don't know exactly, left the game in the fourth. One and one pitch is a curve for strike two call. Daniel has lined out to deep right and Homer tonight on a laser shot over the left field fence. Bartlett from the first base side of the rubber out of the windup, here's his one and two pitch. Andrew takes a fastball down the way. Two balls, two strikes. So Daniel then slid over to third to replace Owings. And the uh, difficulty for the Grizzlies, and I suppose some of the irony, I guess, that both of them would go out of the same game so close to one another in the early stages tonight, is their durability this year. Two and two-pin. Daniel takes a breaking ball that bounces in front of the plate. Full count. Three balls, two strikes. With nobody on and nobody out, five now the gateway to start the home sixth. But between Sakurai and Owings, counting tonight, they had started. 177 games out of 178 possible. Owings missed one, Sakurai none. And now they're both out in the early inning. on pitch. Daniel swings and drives one high and deep down the left field line, but he pulled it foul. A towering drive, and that might have taken out somebody's windshield in the player's parking lot. Back over the Grizzlies' clubhouse. You remember, just a couple of days ago was the uh, three-year anniversary of Brandon Thomas, former Grizzlies and Rascals center fielder for that matter, out of Georgia Tech. Payoff again. Daniel swings and misses and strikes out. That's the fifth Portland strikeout, one away in the sixth. But just a couple of days ago was the three-year anniversary of Brandon Thomas hitting a home run that he hooked just inside the foul pole and then turned so violently that it got into that player's parking lot behind the Grizzlies' clubhouse and smashed the windshield of his own truck. Got national attention. He was interviewed live on Sports Center. And I believe uh, had an auto body shop not only offered to repair that, pitch to Wesley Jones. It's a fastball, swung out a missed strike one, but offered to uh, take care of the maintenance on the house for that truck as long as he was still driving it. So not a bad deal in the end. 5 nothing Grizzlies, one out, nobody on to the bottom of the sixth. And the 0-1 pitch. Jones swings and sprays a foul just off the top of the screen. It tips up onto the concourse right side. No balls, two strikes. Jones was robbed of a would-be home run on a fly to right in the second. Out of the third his last time to close the third inning. Bartlett's two strike delivery. Jones swings and rolls it foul. Wesley Waits, straightaway stance, pitch to him. Swinging a chopper back over the mound. Second baseman Akira to his right, gloves it just to his side of second base behind the bag, and throws to first to retire Jones. So Bartlett, for all of his struggles, has now retired seven Grizzlies in a row. And in fact, that's coincided with a third trip through the Grizzlies lineup. Statistically, at every level of baseball, and for just about every pitcher, the third trip through a starting lineup can be very, very difficult for a starting pitcher. And it's not coincidental that's when the Grizzlies chose to lift Rain in tonight, even though he was pitching well. Bartlett has been the opposite. He has really struggled the first two trips through the lineup. Here's his pitch to Gunnar Buter. Fastball bounce foul on the left side, another good one. But now the third time down the Grizzlies lineup card, Bartlett has been perfect. There have been some hard lineouts and deep flyouts, but he's retired all seven Grizzlies he's faced in their respective third plate appearances tonight. Buner has not yet been retired. A walk, a solo homer, a couple of runs scored, an RBI for the right-hand batter. Two-ounce nobody on, 5-0 gateway in the sixth. They got a pitch. Got her swings at a fastball and tops it foul. Third base side, another good two. So, credit to Bartlett as well, who has had a battle. And now at 101 pitches, and had had certainly a difficult start, but has not been hurt much since Buter homered off of him to lead off the fourth. That was the last Grizzlies' run of their five at a three inning span. Two strike delivery now. Peter takes up it in, one ball and two strikes. In fact, just to underscore that point, Bartlett did not have a 1-2-3 inning over the first four frames. He's now a strike away from retiring the Grizzlies in order in back-to-back innings. One and 2 pitch. Cutter swings at a fastball and lifts one high, but not deep enough into right. Este takes a few steps in. He makes the call, reaches up, and grabs it with one hand to retire the side. Grizzlies go in order again, and we go to the seventh. the gateway of the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: One small change can do a lot of good. That's why U.S. Bank proudly invests in communities like yours. It's also why we're celebrating good deeds being done nationwide, because the more good we see, the more we're inspired to do the same thing. So help us spread the goodness. Use the hashtag Community Possible to share a story of one good thing you've done recently. Together, we'll turn one small change from all of us into one big impact in our community. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find, the ProBatter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. 70 or
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history, and they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more
4: at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: We go to the seventh inning. Grizzlies up 5 to nothing on River City. And about hit the Rascals 6-2. Starter Keenan Bartlett seems to have settled in for River City the last uh, couple of innings, but nonetheless... The Grizzlies comfortably leading as we go to the top of the seventh inning. Rascals have Cameron Este, Zach Levy, and James Morisato. They're six hitter and eight batters scheduled to hit against gateway left hander Patrick Boyle in this visitors' half of the seventh. Este has popped up to short and struck out swinging. Boyle will work into a second full inning of relief, and uh, the story for him remains the same. If he can keep the baseball on the strike zone, he is a challenge for any hitters in the Frontier League, allowing just a 160 batting average against him this year. But he loaded the bases in the sixth inning on a hit batsman and a couple of walks. Left-hander works out of the stretch for the third base out of the rubber. He sets out the shoulders and the pitch. As State takes a fastball just low, one ball that no strikes. The former Washington Nationals farmhand who got off to a torrid start to 2019. Driving in about a run per game the first few weeks of the year. he slowed down in that regard. Still has 45 of the year, which would be one off Cotter Owings' Grizzlies lead. 1-0 pitch. Estee takes a curve low. Two balls, no strikes. As mentioned, Owings and Brett Sakurai have both been lifted from this game with apparent injury. The top two hitters in the Grizzlies order and who have missed between them only one start out of the Grizzlies' 89 games this year. Boyles 2-0 offering on the way. Este lifts a high fly ball center field, but only medium deep. Dustin takes a lunging step in, slows and reaches out to make the two-hand catch above his cap for the first half. Pitch to Zach Levy swung out and missed. No balls, one strike. One out, nobody on. 5-0 gateway in the top of the seventh. Levy is popped to first and flat out to center. Boyle sets and a pitch. Levy waves and misses over a curveball, though. No balls and two strikes. Infield plays Levy to pull. Outfield straight away. Boyle into the stretch. Out is is two strike delivery on the way. Levy takes high ball one. Dakota Smith has begun to worm. Right hander in the Grizzlies' bullpen. What a two pitch. Levy takes a curve that stays high, two balls, two strikes. So we'll see how the Grizzlies cope without Owings Owings and Sakurai. Hopefully, the absence for that duo is not overly extended. Obviously, hard for it to be too extended, only seven games left in the Grizzlies season after tonight. But it would be painful nonetheless not to have those two for the last week of the year. Two and two pitch. Levy takes a fastball, strike three, called at the knees. Second punch out for Boyle, both looking, both brought to you by Julie, the Illinois One Call system. No what's below before you dig, always call Julie at 811 or visit Illinois1Call.com. Play it safe this season. Call Julie before you dig. Simply dial 811. It's smart, it's free. It's the law. Lefty to righty, Morisato waits. And a Boyle is stretching the pitch. There's a curve taken for a strike. So Boyle has settled in now to retire three in a row. Second strike out of this appearance. He's through an inning and two-thirds scoreless, even if it was something of an inauspicious start with a hit batter. out a walk against the first two rascals he faced. He's protected this 5 another gateway lead. Two outs double to Yon in the top of the seventh inning. Boyle ready and delivers. Morisato takes a curve low. One ball and one strike. Rascals catcher, former St. Louis Billiken, has popped up and foul ground to the first baseman, Lowry, and grounded out hard to the third baseman, Daniel. Gateway held this comfortable lead at the end of the fifth inning, and we talked about how good a sign that has been for the Grizzlies this year. One and one pitch. Morisato takes a fastball, just low ball two. The Grizzlies this season, when they lead after the fifth inning, 28-5. and five. That means they win uh, well over 80% of the time. Almost 85%, in fact. Two balls and a strike on Morisato. Foiled a high set at the shoulders and a pit. Morisato swings and misses. Very late on a fastball. He took a cut from his heels, but did not get it. But it's two balls, two strikes now. On the Husky Trailways out of town scoreboard, we have a couple of finals to report. One of them not relevant to the playoff chase. Whitney said he a 4-1 win at home over Joliet. The other one highly relevant. Southern Illinois, a 2-1 win in Washington. So the Miners have won back-to-back games over the wild things in western Pennsylvania. 2-2 two and two pitch. Morisato swings and misses at a high fastball. Just about tied himself in a knot. But it's back-to-back games for Boyle to finish a 1-2-3 inning. He's punched out three. Brought to you by Julie. The Illinois one-call system. Time to stretch in. So through six and a half. It's a 5-0 gateway lead on the Grizzlies media network.
2: A Budweiser, a burger,
3: and Thomas Rhett. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet, a Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy. Nothing forced. No lights. No noise. No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger. Cheers. This Bud's for you.
4: Enjoy responsible. Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at one 800 servpro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling one 800 servpro or visiting ServPro.com, helping make fire and water damage like it never happens happened franchises are independently owned and operated
5: this is sean dunson jr and you are listening to gateway grizzly baseball on the grizzly media network
1: zach taylor leads on the bottom of the seventh inning for the grizzlies with a 5-0 lead on river city Taylor will be followed by the top of the Grizzlies order, although that's no longer Owings and Sakurai. Both left this game with injury. It'll be Greg White and Cletus Avery to follow the running batting rookie catcher, who has singled twice and scored a run tonight. Two for two of this game against Rascals right-hander Keenan Bartlett, who despite having a pitch count over 100, is into a seventh inning tonight. Pitch in the way. Taylor chops one towards second off a couple of hops. It finds the backhand waist high glove of Achenbach, who throws out Taylor. First time Zach has been retired. And with that, after Bartlett allowed five runs the first four innings, the first couple of trips down the Grizzlies lineup card, he just went a perfect nine for nine his third trip through the Grizzlies order. Nobody reached base against him. That is incredible. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Brings up Greg White. White lined out to start that stretch of nine in a row, retired on a hard hit ball into right center field that turned into a double play. Zach Taylor was caught off of first base by the strong right field arm of Cameron Este. Pitch to White is taken for a knee-high strike. Breaking ball gets Bartlett ahead. No balls, one strike. One out, base is empty. Five-nothing gateway in the seventh. Right-hander against right-hander. The white up at the pitch. White swings over a breaking ball, though. No balls and two strikes on the North Carolina native. Dakota Smith still readying in the Grizzlies' bullpen. Looks like he'll have the eighth and maybe even the ninth depending on how things go. Very short time he was the Grizzlies' closer in the middle of this year. Two-strike pitch. White trying to check his swing on a breaking ball, though, but Mike Victor says he went around strike three. That's the sixth strikeout for Bartlett, and he set down 10 Grizzlies straight. So in the end, he's put together an outstanding last three innings, despite the fact that this will go as a dud start pretty much no matter what for him. Certainly, Five runs over seven innings, not nearly as bad as five runs over four or five, especially as it affects the season earned run average, but still not good. Righty to righty, pitch to Kalidas Avery. Here's a curve low for ball one. Avery is grounded out and lined out in his two at batch since he took over for Sakurai. in the number's two spot of the batting order in the second. 1-0 pitch. Avery waves and misses. Off-speed pitch makes it one and 1-1. Dustin Woodcock on deck. He would bat if Avery extended this inning. Grizzlies also have newly signed Brandon Mattern, who could be an option late on in this game, especially if they build the lead. One and one delivery. Avery takes up an in. That might have come in and hit him. He's shaking out his left hand. It did glance off his wrist, and luckily he seems to be okay. The last thing the Grizzlies need is another injury. Hit batsman breaks up that string. Uh, ten Grizzlies in a row, Bartlett had retired. Avery is the first to reach since Taylor singled back of the fourth. Zach Taylor, by the way, now two for three tonight and four of seven with a homer, a double, a couple of runs scored in this series. He's hit very well. And uh, Zach, with that, those two singles early on tonight, extended his active hitting streak to a team-best five. And that's after he went hitless in six games in a row. He went 0 for 18 on the road trip. He's now hit in all five of the homestand. Avery runs, a first pitch strike to Woodcock. Morisato's throw is low and outside, and it bounces away to center. Avery takes off for third. Throw from the center fielder, Calawaya, is laid off a hop. Avery has a steal, and then an error, charging the catcher, James Morisato, moves Cletus to third base with two outs in the seventh. Avery's seventh steal in as many attempts this year. And the Rascals' second error pushes him to third. Morisano looked like he slipped as he made that throw and went tumbling to the turf in the righty batter's box opposite Dustin Woodcock, a left handed hitter who has walked struck out at flight out tonight. Bartlett to the windup with Avery at third. Here's his pitch. Dustin takes outside a ball. So the Grizzlies try to build on a 5 0 lead, but they'll likely need a base hit from Woodcock or another error, of course, or wild pitch, some kind of defensive mistake. One ball, one strike. Here it is. Dustin takes down it away again, a change up ball, too. And you do feel for Bartlett, it's almost like he's being punished. He got the Rascals into this predicament of having lost the game or likely lost the game very early on. And now he's kind of having to lie in the bed he made. This will be pitch 114 of the night for Bartlett. Coming up, 2-1 and one delivery to Woodcock. He swings and fouls it back. And now there is a left-hander up in the River City bullpen. So perhaps respite might be finally on the horizon for Bartlett. Rutter at third, two outs, two balls, two strikes, the kick at the pitch. Woodcock swings and fouls a high one back. Still two and two, the pitch. Woodcock takes outside and the count is full. It's Taylor Puris, 23-year-old left-header from Hudson, North Carolina. Rookie out of Western Carolina University who's loose-hitting for the Rascals. Avery in third, two outs, five-nothing Grizzlies in the home half of the seventh. Three balls, two strikes for the powerful rookie, Woodcock. Bartlett the wind up and he lets it fly. Woodcock lifts it foul, left side out of play. But a good homestand for Dustin, even outside of his walk-off home run Thursday. He's hit in three in a row. That's on the line here. Payoff again. Swing got a foul back off his hand In the series now, just one out of five, but he's walked a couple of times. Now for the homestand, six out of 17. Healthy batting average in the mid-300s, home run. He's out in four walks. In general this year, Dustin is par, uh, far preferred hitting at home. OPS in the mid-800s. Payoff pitch. He checks his swing on a slider inside, ball four. Second walk of the game, third of the series, and fifth of the five-game homestand for the Grizzlies, Dustin Woodcock. And Keenan Bartlett comes all the way into home plate asking where that was. Either he thought it was a strike over the inside, which I don't think it was, or he thought Woodcock swung. And James Morisano kind of had to get in between him and Mike Fichter. And I think Steve Brooks is going to go get him now. Bartlett, I'm surprised, was not just tossed from this game because it looked like he had significant words even after he turned his back toward Mike Fichter. I think Brooks is going to take him out, but he does make the mound visits even when he's not making a pitching change. And Mike Victor is very quickly heading toward the mound. He didn't even give Brooke a chance to get there. And I think this is Mike Victor perhaps initiating a little bit of a confrontation with Bartlett. He generally has a longer leash for players than most umpires in the Frontier League, perhaps born out of his time in Major League Baseball. And now Steve Brooke is having some words with Victor on his walk back to the third base deck out, although that appears to be mostly a one-way conversation. So everybody's still in the game. Hit batsman on a walk, both with two outs, a steal and an error mixed in. So it's Avery at third, Woodcock at first for the Grizzlies, already up 5-0 in the seventh. And here's the ready batter, Luke Lowry, in his final professional game. Bartlett sent to the Melden deals. Lowry swings at a fastball, lifts it, foul down the right side out of play, but he got good wood to it. Strikeout, a flyout, sandwiching a walk for Luke tonight who will retire after tonight's game. And how fun would it be to see him at least get an RBI hit here? And while he's at it, why not just drive one out of here for his team-leading 13th homer of the year? One-strike pitch. Luke takes, strike two over the outside. And Lowry not happy. You love that about a competitor. He flied out his last time. He was unhappy, flung his bat down. He's drawing a little bit with Victor about that strike call. Doesn't matter that this might be his last professional at bat ever. He's still going at it the same way. No balls, two strikes. Bartlett throws. Luke swings and sprays it foul off the right shot out of play. Mm-hmm. On the corners, two down, 5 nothing. Grizzly, 7th inning. No balls, two strikes still on Lowry. Bartlett at the belt, and he deals. Luke swings and misses. He chased a slider low and strikes out. That's seven strikeouts for Bartlett. And finishes off what will likely be a seven-inning start for him. He has some words for Mike Victor, or at least an evil eye for him, as he crosses over the third-base line, headed toward the Rascals dugout of the third-base side. And uh, I think it's probably for the best for everybody that Keenan Bartlett does not see too much more of this game. No runs, no hits. Grizzlies left on the corners. We head to the 8th, 5-0 gateway on the Grizzlies Media Network.
11: Innovation is growing in the cornfields of America. Over the past 12 years, America's family corn farmers have produced the 12 largest corn crops in history. And they've done it with less fertilizer, fewer chemicals, and less land. Using groundbreaking technology and new management practices to grow food, feed, fuel, and fiber. In other words, America's family corn farmers continue to grow corn better than anyone else and better than ever before. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org. A message
4: from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
5: The Grizzlies Baseball Academy at GCS Ballpark is where tomorrow's stars train today. We specialize in professional baseball instruction and offer group, semi-private, and private lessons taught by experienced instructors and the most realistic hitting experience you'll find. The Pro Batter PX2. The ProBatter PX2 features a multi-pitch machine with synchronized video display to simulate live Major League quality pitching. To schedule your lesson, call 618-781-8170 or visit grizzliesbaseballacademy.com. That's 618-781-8170. 70 or
10: gcs credit union offers casasa cash back a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases not just on gas or groceries or restaurants there are no points in no category restrictions just pure cash back You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
0: You're listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Dakota Smith has escaped the Grizzlies bullpen. See if you can escape Twisted Key escape rooms in Collinsville. For more information, visit TwistedKeyEscape.com. 5 the Grizzlies as we move to the top of the eighth. The right-hander, Smith, against the righty batting Rascals number nine hitter, Nick Anderson. The pitch. Anderson takes a fastball, though. One ball, to no strikes. He has fly to right and been hit by a pitch. He'll be followed by the top of the River City order, Andrew Petter and Northern Meadows. In this visitors' eighth inning, the Rascals been held to no runs on two hits this far. Now, the 1 0 pitch. Anderson takes a strike on the outside. Now, Grizzlies pitchers combined have walked four and hit a batter. So, the Rascals have stranded five, including the bases loaded in the sixth. But only two hits, both singles. One and one delivery. Anderson shows butt, drops it on the third base side, but it bounces foul. One ball, two strikes. Patrick Boyle worked a couple of scoreless innings, no hits. He struck out three, walked two, and hit a man. But he put up a couple of scoreless innings on 39 pitches, 20 strikes. Smith, the 5'10", 195-pound, 26-year-old right hander from Leavenworth, Kansas. Fourth-year Grizzly, 15-16 and now 18-19 with Gateway. Frontier League All-Star this year, 1-2 with a 3.8 earned run average. It's his 43rd appearance all out of the Grizzlies' bullpen. And this would have tied the Grizzlies single-season appearance record from last year, but it does not stand anymore. What a 2 pitch Anderson fouls it back. Grant Black has since shattered that mark. He has 48 appearances this year and counting after he last pitched yesterday. Over 45 innings, Smith has struck out 48, walked 19, Lee getting 249 against him. But it's difficult to overstate the continuity and consistency the Grizzlies have had for their bullpen this year. Anderson swings and misses at a slider and strikes out. That's the first K for Smith. And the seventh for Grizzlies pitching tonight, brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Safe taking is no accident. Before you dig, call 811 or go to illinoisonecall.com. That's Illinois, the number one, call.com. Here's Andrew Penner. He and Trevor Achenbach still have not been retired. The Rascals have had seven base runners. Those two have accounted for six of the seven. The pitch. Petter takes a fastball strike over the outside. He walked in the first, singled in the third, walked to get to the sixth. Achenbach also one-for-one one with a couple of walks down in the cleanup spot. Five-nothing Grizzlies, eighth inning. Petter swings at a slider, loops a soft line drive over first base, and a fair ball down to the right field corner. He rounds first. Woodcock corrals it in shallow right, or in deep right, I should say, just in front of the track. That holds Petter with a one-out single. So Petter has reached base four times. He's two-for-two two with a couple of walks. That it brings up Nolan Meadow. Anyway, the Grizzlies' single-season appearance record was 41 until two years ago when Mike Elwood pitched in 42 games. He moved to the starting rotation last year, and Josh Glick pitched in 43 games. So that was the record. Coming into this year, no Grizzlies reliever had ever pitched in more than 43 games. This year, five different Grizzlies relievers have pitched in 41 or more now. Righty to lefty, the pitch to Meadows fastball grounded toward the middle. The shortstop Avery to his left loves it behind the bag. And his only play, because he was off balance, is to throw to first for the out. Gunner Buhner had not yet made it to second. Avery couldn't reverse course and get to the bag to tag it himself in time. So he just throws out a first and retires Meadows, who's now another got a four tonight at 0 for 8 in the series. Petter goes to second, two gone. Braxton Martinez now will bat. He is 0 for 3 tonight. Strikeout, a ground ball, double play, and a flyout. He's 0 for 6 with a couple, uh, make it four strikeouts of the series at a wide. And that's the league's leader in OPS remember him. Grizzlies pitching has dominated Martinez this weekend. 5-0 gateway, two outs, Petter at second, top of the game. Right header against right header. Smith sets above the belt and throws. Martinez takes a fastball, low ball one. So think about that. Only a handful of Grizzlies relievers ever in the 18 seasons of this franchise coming into this year had pitched in 40 or more games. Nobody had pitched in 41 or more. The pitch taken at the knees for a strike, 1 and 1, until a couple of years ago. And now five different relievers have done it this year alone for the Grizzlies. All of them are likely at this point to break the single season appearance record from last year. All of them are likely to get to 44 or more games. They won't catch Black, though, who's likely to get in the 50s. Martinez grounds one sharply to short, red at Avery. He scoops it cleanly, throws to first a little high, but Lowry goes up on the tip of his right toe and reaches above his cap to make the catch and end the inning. No runs, one hit, a man left at second. Last of the eighth is next. 5-0 gateway on the Grizzlies' Media Network.
7: Every time you grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Pepsi, you'll find a Pepsi emoji on the side of the bottle a little design that expresses something fun and unique. Pepsi has literally hundreds of different ones. So while the Pepsi delivers this, the Pepsi emoji delivers this. So go ahead, crack open a Pepsi tell the world how you feel and what you love with pepsi emojis because every pepsi emoji says something a little different about you whether you're a big sports fan you're into the arts love summer fun music concerts or just walking your dog pepsi has you covered with a pepsi emoji that says it just the right way pepsi emojis say it with pepsi
2: I'm (laughs) Mm, Megan. That's my neighbor on her patio, which (laughs) is right next to mine. I want to buy a home, but I want something specific, quiet, plus outdoor space to relax. I'm using the U.S. Bank loan portal for my mortgage because I can check in on the process from anywhere, which makes it that much simpler and more convenient to buy. Your home, your mortgage, your way. Go to usbank.com to learn more. U.S. Bank, the power of possible. Loan approval subject to credit approval and program guidelines. Interest rates and program terms subject to change without notice. Mortgage and deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This is Brent Sakurai, and you're listening to the Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Bottom of the eighth inning coming up from GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay. The Grizzlies lead River City five to nothing. Now the Rascals have gone to their bullpen for the first time tonight. Somewhat improbably, Keenan Bartlett has finished after seven innings. He allowed five runs all earned on six hits. Seven strike counts. he struck out four. He threw 123 pitches, or he walked four, I should say, seven Ks, four walked. He threw 123 pitches, 76 of which were strikes. He gives way to the six-foot-tall, 200-pound left-hander Taylor Puris, 23-year-old rookie out of Hudson, North Carolina, by way of West Carolina University. And he deals to the lefty batter, Sean Dunstan Jr., who takes outside ball one. Sean has struck out, reached out a fielder's choice, and granted his second. He's 0 for 3 with a steal and a run score. What a pitch. Taken just low. Two balls, no strikes. He'll be followed by Andrew Daniel and Wesley Jones, the Grizzlies' five, six, and seven hitters. Puris out of the windup, and he brings it home. Sean takes low again. Three balls, no strikes. Gateway scored two in the second, two in the third, one in the fourth, and leads it five nothing in the eighth. Three and oh pitch now. Taking low ball four. Dunston <laughs> flips his bat somewhat frustratedly. It looks like over to the Grizzlies first base dugout. He didn't get anything to hit, and he's on to lead off the inning on a four pitch walk. So here's Daniel, who is lined out hard to right, hammered a two-run homer to left, and struck out. One for three tonight, he has three home runs across the first five games of this homestand. He has nine for the year. Lefty to righty, pure sent to the mound and deals. Daniel takes, high ball one. There was a time when we were concerned that for the first time in franchise history, the Grizzlies might not have a player this year get into double digits in home runs. Daniel is now on the verge of becoming the fourth to do it. This power surge in August. Daniel takes a breaking ball strike of the inside. One ball and one strike to count. Lowry has 12, Woodcock 11, Owings 10, and Daniel 9. Dunstan has 8. He's out to a big lead at first. Purist the 1-1 one one delivery. Daniel swings and misses. Good fastball to hit, but he didn't get it. Ball and two strikes. It was a little off to the outside, but Andrew has done well with those pitches and taken them the other way. He can extend his arms pretty well and still hit with power. Levy holds Dunstan, who has a massive lead at first base, easily as big as so far. 1-2 is a running count. Puris holds and pitches. Dunstan not going, and Daniel takes low. Two balls, two strikes. Little bit surprised Sean would take that kind of a lead and not run, especially if Puris didn't move over. Maybe Sean was trying to bait him into it so he could see the rookies move. Second time, Puris has faced the Grizzlies. First time didn't go well. Two and two pitch. Daniel swings and golfs it foul right side out of play. Puris did not record an out. He faced only one batter and walked him and ended up taking the loss. He had a 6-2 Grizzlies win in O'Fallon back on June the 26th. In general, uh, Puris has had a good year. 1-2, a three-earned run average. 27 appearance, 26 in relief. Daniel swings and lines it into left field. That hooks down a base hit. Dunstan moves up to second, turns the back wide but holds. It's a single for Daniel a who hit night. And there are Grizzlies at first and second with nobody out of the eighth. Out of Wesley Jones coming up, looking for his first hit. Puris over 18 innings across those 26 appearances. k 24 and the walk to Dunstan was just his fifth. The league is hitting 268 against him. So surprising to see Puris, who had walked only four batters in 18 innings thus far this year, come in and walked Dunstan on four pitches to start this appearance. And the Grizzlies now have already put his feet to the fire. Jones takes off the outside of ball. So two on, nobody out. Five-nothing gateway in the eighth. Now it's one ball, no strikes for the righty batter, Jones, who has flied out a twice grounded out. He's nothing for three. Puris stretches, looks to second, and the pitch. Jones takes high, 2-0. Oh. Got our Buner on deck. He's had a good offensive performance tonight and in this series. Since returning from the Grizzlies injured reserve, Zach Taylor is in the hole. Eight and nine batters in the Grizzlies order who have both played well tonight. 2-0 oh pitch. Jones takes a fastball strike. Purist angles the ball in his left hand, tucks his light tan glove against the right side of his chest, hands together at the belt buckle and the pitch. Jones takes up and away. Three balls, one strike. Dunston at second, Daniel at first. Considerably better speed for the former than the latter. Gateway trying to really put this game out of reach, and that would give Grizzly skipper Phil Warren and pitching coach James Frisbee more flexibility. Three and one pitch. Jones swings and misses at a fastball around his belt over the outside. And it's full three balls, two strikes. We'll see now, even with a five-run lead in the eighth, if the Grizzlies would consider a double steal with a count full and nobody out, especially with the speed of the lead runner Dunston and Daniel, who has OK speed, able to get a very big lead at first base as the trail runner. Pira sets, and the payoff. Runner's not going, and Jones swings and misses at a fastball for strike three. First strike strikeout, eighth for Rascals pitching. One away in the eighth, and still two-odd for Gutter Buhner. Another good crowd on hand at Sojay tonight, reported at 3,134. Back out of tomorrow for the finale of this series, and the Grizzlies home again. Next weekend, to take on Washington and finish out the 2019 season. Pitch to Buhner. Take it for a strike over the outer edge. Tomorrow, 6.05. We'll be on the air at 5.50 Central Time for the Budweiser pregame show. Right-hander Dominic Tapujan will pitch for the Grizzlies, who look like they'll be going for their first sweep and first four-game winning streak of the year. Better late than never. Purish hit the belt. His one strike pitches instead of spin a look back. And I wonder if the Grizzlies had a double steal on just then. Dunstan exploded out of his stance toward third and had to retreat quickly. And Andrew Daniel took two or three steps at first base. He wasn't paying very close attention at all. Luckily, the Grizzlies avoided disaster. And Buhner takes a pitch low, 1 and 1. So 6.05 tomorrow, airtime 5.50. And the Grizzlies off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday in Evansville next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 30th and 31st of August, and the 1st of September, finishing out 94, 95, and 96 of 96 games this year. Puris ready, one-on-one pitch. Muter swings and lifts a fly ball high and shallow. Right field line is going to go into foul territory near the Grizzlies' bullpen. Levy way back and out of room. It lands in the Grizzlies' uh, bullpen around the mound. He overran that ball. Levy did not have that kind of speed when he was a Grizzly. Zach dropped a lot of weight last year when he came back with the Rascals and moves a lot better now than he did then. Still hits for a lot of power, not a lot of average. But he plays good defense at first base, which was his more natural position. He played third for the Grizzlies after he had been a first baseman at Mizzou. And just covered a lot of ground very quickly. In the end, almost too much. And that's dangerous running over a bullpen mound when you're looking up in the air for a baseball. Two on, one out. 5 nothing Grizzlies, eighth inning. Puris ready and time call. Caps still at one ball and two strikes on Buhner, who has walked, homeward and fly to right tonight. A couple of runs scored, officially one for two. Here's the pitch. Gutter takes a backdoor slider, strike three call. That is questionable, but Buhner is the second out. By the time Morisano caught it, it was in the neighborhood of the strike zone. A little bit low, it still looked, and it definitely was outside when it crossed the front of the plate. That went around the outside corner rather than over it. A strikeout looking for Puris, his second in a row. Two down now for Zach Taylor, who was singled twice and grounded out. He's added a run scored. Second baseman Akenma shaves him, or shades him heavily up the middle, largely with the intention of keeping Dunstan close at second base. The pitch taken for a strike off the outside, nothing and one. Looks like that strike zone is expanding just a little bit again to where it was in the early innings. Not a problem for the Grizzlies with their 5-0 lead and three outs to get in the ninth. Nobody up in the gateway bullpen, so it looks like it will be Dakota Smith to try to get the final three outs against Achenbach, Calawaya, at Este. the 4, 5, and 6 Rascals hitter. Puris delivers. Keller takes high and away. One ball on one strike. Tomorrow, St. Louis Spirits night of the ballpark. Next weekend, there will be an Able Lincoln bobblehead giveaway. And that, of course, greatest night of baseball next Sunday, presented by Dutch Hollow Supplies. 27 prizes for 27 outs. All kinds of different vendors giving out lots of great prizes for every single out all game long continuously swinging a foul back by taylor one a two and then it, immediately after the final out And when we say immediately we don't wait for a cue the final out is the cue itself the toilet paper will fly all over the ballpark covering the netting getting down to the playing surface all over the seats and the dugouts and the best part is none of the fans have to clean it up all you have to do is pay the price of admission you get a ball game you get great fireworks and you get to throw Eddie Tissue all over the ballpark. Swinging and a miss by Taylor, and Puris strikes out three in a row after putting a couple of Grizzlies on with nobody out on a walk and a Gateway strands both. It's a 5-0 Grizzlies lead. River City has Achenbach-Kelawai-Este last hopes in the ninth against gateway reliever Dakota Smith, who will be back out to get the final three outs. back after this on the Grizzlies Media Network.
10: GCS Credit Union offers Kasasa Cash Back, a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases, not just on gas or groceries or restaurants. There are no points and no category restrictions, just pure cash back. You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
13: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories the baseball hall of fame and museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages baseball in cooperstown oh my plan your visit today check out baseballhall.org
11: innovation is growing in the cornfields of america and it's making a huge difference in america's balance of trade One-third of the world's corn exports come from the United States. In fact, America's corn farmers exported $6.4 billion worth of corn last year, one of the few U.S. products with a trade surplus. So when America's family corn farmers bring in their golden crop each year, they're also doing their part to put our nation in the black. Discover more at cornfarmerscoalition.org.
4: A message from the Illinois Corn Checkoff.
0: Now, back to the ballpark on the Grizzlies Media Network.
1: Dakota Smith back out for the top of the ninth inning with the Grizzlies leading River City 5-0. Nate Gatter back with you on the Grizzlies Media Network as we finish out a three-game series tomorrow at a six-game homestead. Hope you can join us, if not at the ballpark, then here on the Grizzlies Media Network. 590 to the fan. We'll have it again starting at 5.50 tomorrow for the Budweiser pregame show, 6 p, uh, 6.05 p.m. First pitch, central time. You can also stream Grizzlies baseball all season at gatewaygrizzlies.com. Ready to Righty, pitch to Trevor Rockenbaugh, is take an eye for a ball. Or at yoradio.com slash grizzlies. You can also download the Yo! Radio app to your mobile device, available through the App Store or Google Play for iPhone or Android. And stream anywhere with Internet access. What-o pitch. Achenbaugh swings and shoots a one-hopper toward Buner at second. He gathers it in cleanly and flips sidearm to first to retire Achenbaugh. One away in the top of the ninth. First time Achenbaugh has been retired. Now all but Andrew Penner, the Rascals' leadoff man, have gone down tonight, at least among the River City starters. Here's LJ Calaway, a lefty batting center fielder. Grizzlies five, Rascals nothing. One out, nobody on top of the ninth. Calawayo 0 for 3, strikeout, ground ball double play, and a fly to right. Smith sets above the belt, and the right header's is pitched to the lefty, batting rascal center fielder, is taken up and away for ball one. Talked about the promotion tomorrow, and then the uh, upcoming weekend, finishing with the greatest night of baseball next weekend, going into Labor Day. to Finish the season, 1-0 pitch. Calawayo takes a slider strike, oh, no ball off the inside, it's 2-0. Tickets available for any of those games at gatewaygrizzlies.com or by calling the Grizzlies at 618-337-3000. 2 out 0 pitch. Kalawaiya swings and bounces a two-hopper to Buhner. In the end, it gets a short third hop and flips the first again. Back-to-back roundouts to second, and the Grizzlies are now out away from three straight wins. This would match their season's longest winning streak, and it would be the fourth time this year they've won three in a row. And as has been the trend, their opportunity at a four-game winning streak for the first time this year would also coincide with their opportunity at their first sweep, and it would come on a Sunday. The Grizzlies' three prior chances at four-game winning streaks have come on Sundays, all on the road. Once in June, once in July, once in August. Pitch to Cameron Esten now of the way. He swings and slaps it foul left side out of play. Grizzlies have lost twice at River City. Once in, or at Windy City, I should say, once in... June, once in August, going for four-game winning streaks, both on walk-offs. And they also lost after having a middle-inning lead at Southern Illinois in July, going into the All-Star break. Smith ready in the pitch. Estee tanks low, one ball, one strike. Not only have the Grizzlies not been able to break through yet this year with a four-game winning streak, but they've always completely fallen apart immediately after their close shave with one. The next week or two has not been kind after those losses. One and one pitch. Este swings and Rockets went into center field. Dunston started straight back. He looks up, reaches out, but it's over his head. And two hops to the base of the wall in dead center field. Estee jogs into second. It's a 2 out double. The first extra base hit all night with the Rascals comes when they're down to their last out. But sees it to scoring position with two down to the ninth. And gateway up five to nothing. So now Zach Levy will bat. But the Rascals still three bloops and a blast away. Levy is 0 for 3, pop-up, fly-out, and a strikeout. So hopefully, the Grizzlies can reverse both those trends. Go ahead and get that sweep at a four-game winning streak tomorrow, and then carry some positive momentum into the final week of the year. Pitch to Levy. swinging a foul off his foot of the box. And there's also significance in the fact that this is the last series ever between the Grizzlies and the Rascals. Latter will not be returning to the Frontier League next year. And so Gateway can finish with a sweep against the Crosstown rival. And even though the last few years the Rascals have been among the Frontier Lakes best teams consistently and the Grizzlies have been among the worst, they've still played River City very tough. The bench. Levy swings and ticks a slider foul. Grizzlies are a strike away. The games between these two clubs have generally been much more wild than what we've had so far this weekend. And generally high scoring, especially in O'Fallon. And the season series has been competitive. Grizzlies try to clinch this set and win three in a row. Two strikes, two outs. 5 to the gateway in the ninth. Here's the pitch. Levy swings and misses, and that's a gateway winner. A shutout for the Grizzlies. Another strong performance for the pitching staff. Leckham and Boyle and Smith combined to shutout River City and finishes with Smith's second strikeout. Brought to you by Julie, the Illinois one-call system. Andrew Daniel comes in to give Luke Lowry a big old hug. Luke will be finished as a professional baseball player after tonight riding off into the sunset in retirement and the Grizzlies set him out with three straight wins. Gateway will have to go without him for a first four game winning streak tomorrow. Find out the Grizzlies your final score, final totals and more coming up. GCS Credit Union Post Game Show is next on the Grizzlies Media Network.
2: A Budweiser,
3: a burger, and Thomas Red. When you wake up in a different city every day, there's a comfort in being able to count on something familiar. And for me, that's a Budweiser and a burger. Los Angeles, Chicago, El Paso, big or small, loud or quiet. A Bud and a burger remind me who I am and to keep doing my thing. They take me back home. The best way to get my friends and family over to my house is to tell them that I'm about to grill some burgers and drink some Bud. Nothing fancy, nothing forced, no lights, no noise, No backstage pass required. That's a Budweiser and a burger.
4: Cheers. This Bud's for you. Enjoy responsible Budweiser beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.
0: At ServPro, no home is too big and no question is too small. So when fire or water damage strikes your home or business, call on the cleanup team. The insurance industry has trusted for more than 40 years at one 800 servpro and ServPro.com. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things matter most are on the line, make sure we are too by calling one 800 servpro or visiting ServPro.com, helping make fire and water damage like it never happened franchises are independently
10: owned and operated gcs credit union offers kasasa cash back a free checking account that gives you cash back on all of your debit card purchases not just on gas or groceries or restaurants there are no points in no category restrictions just pure cash back You also get ATM fee refunds nationwide, and there is no minimum balance required to earn rewards. None of that. You must have $5,000 in the account to qualify business. Qualifications and rules apply. See financial institution for details. Member NCUA Insured.
13: The National Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum in Cooperstown is the place where baseball legends live forever. It's where the exciting moments of today stand along the iconic tales of the past. With new exhibits and artifacts telling incredible stories, the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum is a must-see destination for fans of all ages. Baseball in Cooperstown. Oh, my. Plan your visit today. Check out baseballhall.org.
0: You are listening to the Grizzlies postgame show on the Gateway Grizzlies media network.
1: Back at GCS Credit Union Ballpark in Sojay, where tonight the Grizzlies make it three wins in a row, matching their season-long winning streak for the fourth time this year. They clinched the weekend series with the wins of the first two games against River City, a 5-0 gateway victory. The Grizzlies have scored five runs in three straight games, a 5-3 win on a walk-off Thursday over Schaumburg. 5-2 last night, 5-0 tonight over the crosstown rival Rascals. Nate Gatter back with you to wrap things up with the GCS Credit Union post-game show as our Grizzlies media network coverage rolls forward. The Rascals who came into this series on a four-game winning streak have now lost back-to-back games. They fall to 52 and 38. Gateway has won three straight after losing four to a row coming into the set, and or going into the Thursday finale against Schaumburg, I should say. But the Grizzlies, nonetheless, improved to 36 and 53 and send first baseman Luke Lowry out a winner. Time for the final totals for the visiting Rascals. No runs on four hits. Two errors and seven men left on base. For the host Grizzlies, five runs on seven hits, no errors, and six men left stranded. Ray Lutcombe pitched five scoreless settings to get the win for the Grizzlies. He improved to 4-and-4. Four four. Keaton Bartlett took the loss for the Rascal to fall to 2-and-2. There was no save. The game took two hours and 32 minutes. It was played in front of 3,134 fans this evening in Sojay. Time for our Grizzlies Media Network Player of the Game, and tonight it will go to Andrew Daniel as the offensive player of the game. Two of four at two-run Hober at a single. He also played three different positions. Started the game at second base, then moved to short when Brent Sakurai got hurt and a third when Connor Owings got hurt. So credit to Daniel defensively as well for playing uh, very well at three different positions. And uh, on the mound, let's give it to all of them combined. Let's give to and Smith share the honors. Four-hit shutout between the three of them all together. Eight strikeouts against four walks. Smith finished with a couple of scoreless settings, and it took him only 22 pitches, 16 of which were strikes. Now that the Husky Tramway's out-of-town scoreboard, where Schauberg has taken a 7-5 lead at Lake Erie in the 13th inning at Springer Stadium up in Avon, Ohio, suburban Cleveland, where it's almost 11 o'clock local time there. And that is the only game still going in the Frontier League. The final scores: is Windy City, a 4-1 to win at home over Joliet. Evansville a 10-1 win at home over Florence. Gateway, of course, a 5-0 win at home over River City. And the only road team thus far to win, Southern Illinois 2 at Washington 1 in Western Pennsylvania at Wild Things Park. So what does that mean for the standings, in particular in the West Division? Evansville is still in first place at 53 and 36. River City and Florence drop to a game and a half back, still tied for second. Southern Illinois picks up a game, not on Evansville, still four back of first place, but picks up a more important game on the wild card chase. The miners are now two-and-a-half games back of River City and Florence. Those three teams are playing for two playoff spots at this point as the wild cards. Evansville in all likelihood headed as the West Division champ with a a game-and-a-half lead. Now, although we don't want to make that uh, too obvious, easily River City or Florence could turn things around and still win it. But essentially those four teams, I guess, competing for three spots, the division champion and the two wild cards. Lake Erie has just about wrapped things up over Schaumburg in the East with a six-game lead. Even a loss tonight would hardly do a lot to get the Boomers back into contention. On the road, the Grizzlies trust Husky Trailways. You can, too, at huskybus.com. Thanks so much for sticking with us tonight. I want to remind you that if you're looking for a great rate on your next auto loan or wanted to refinance it, your current loan, check out GCS Credit Union. Visit mygcscu.com. That's mygcscu.com for more details. Grizzlies went at 5 nothing tonight. Our Grizzlies media network player of the game again, Daniel on offense, and Leckham at Boyle and Smith share the spoils on uh, the pitcher's mound. Tonight, final totals once again for River City. No runs, four hits, two errors, seven left. For Gateway, five runs, seven hits, no errors, six stranded. Leckham in the win, he's four and four. Bartlett the loss, he's two and two, no save. Two hours, 32 minutes, the official time of game, 3,134. 3-1-3-4, the paid crowd tonight in Sojang. Tomorrow we'll be on the air at 5.50 for our Budweiser pregame show. 6.05 will be the first pitch airing across the Grizzlies media network, including for our listeners on a The fan, right hander Dominic Tepujian will go for the Grizzlies' first sweep of the season and first four-game winning streak as well of 2019. River City falls to 52 and 38. That's back-to-back Rascals' losses. The Grizzlies have now taken three straight victories. They're up to 36 and 53. That'll do it for us now tonight from Sojay. Nate Gatter saying so long for all of us with the Grizzlies. Hope you enjoyed tonight's broadcast half as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. Cannot wait to talk to you again tomorrow night. Once again, our final score, Gateway 5 at River City, nothing. This has been a presentation of Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network.
0: Gateway Grizzlies baseball on the Grizzlies Media Network is brought to you by Budweiser. GCS Credit Union, U.S. Bank, and Pepsi. You can catch any of the highlights from this game on gatewaygrizzlies.com plus exclusive video content throughout the season. Thanks for listening to Gateway Grizzlies Baseball.